Welcome to the dark future. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm tormented by gnomes. Oh, you're Game Master this Very evening. Good. I was so close. The rest of my life, I was almost cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah, we'll, we'll reshoot that for the promo. Welcome to Red Sky City. I'm tormented by gnomes. I'll be your Game Master this evening. Joining me, we've got friend Necro Seltzer and Kelly. Welcome back, everybody. Fantastic to have you with us. I am spoiled by this phenomenal cast. Uh, before I leave you all hanging and trying to figure out who's going to respond first to the compliment. Uh, <laughs> when last we left our heroes, they were planning an abduction. Uh, there's a, a certain corporate middle manager who's been lurking around being very completely normal and not at all emotionally dampened this entire plot arc and uh they've got like a surgical blade or a black bag or something with his name on it we're going to start out today's adventure with operation corporate ladder the planning of uh, the abduction of todd and then we'll move <laughs> into whatever whatever our heroes decide to actually do and execute and i'm sure nothing strange will happen no old enemies will show up midway nothing will go wrong uh but yeah with, with, with that completely non-ominous opener brent how's it going today yeah, not too bad. I mean, just pretty pretty chill that day. St. Patrick's Day today, so I was like hmm. doing some doing some prep work for that. It is. Um, Wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's the seventeenth of March, right? Oh, oh you're forgetting. I believe you. I'm not crazy. It is today, right? No, it is yeah, today. You're it's, right. Uh, yeah. No, I wasn't. I wasn't disbelieving you. I just wow, missed that. Oh, okay. This is one of the first like big holidays that's come up where hey last year we celebrated the exact same way we are this year by staying inside oh. and doing nothing yeah it's so. crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i was doing prep work for that the the silences we all considered my god it's been a year was just palpable it was the sound of four hearts yeah. like simultaneously breaking <laughs> My, mine was shattered a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, Necro, how are things today? How are you doing? Things are good. Things are good. Uh, I guess I'll be the first to say we are blessed to have you as our game master. So thank, thank you. you for having us. Uh, it's always a pleasure, and I'm excited to to rattle some things around in Todd's head today. <laughs> yeah, I think if there's anything that Zara has demonstrated that she's good at, like straight out from episode one. It is beating the crap out of people to get information. So I, yeah. I, I think that the team is in very good shape for this op. <laughs> All right. Seltzer, how are things? You ready to abduct your uh, character's ex? Oh, totally. And I just want to say I had a huge personal victory today. If you'll notice, I've mm. reached a new level for uh, eyeliner. So we can all oh. enjoy that now. Yeah, yeah. I figured out yeah. it should go up, not down. I'm 33. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> 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 Uh, doing great, doing great, Joseph. If it's any consolation, I'm 33 and I haven't mastered it either. And I was in theater for a while, so you'd think. I was a late bloomer. You know, you know what? There's, there's no script we have to follow. As long as you're, you know, picking up after yourself and feeding yourself by a certain point, I, I'd like to think of that as we're doing fine. Uh, you do those things. Yay! Progress. <laughs> Kelly, how's today? Going really well. I already played some Valorant and Final Fantasy X. Now I get to play Red Sky City. So that's a pretty good day so far. Hell yeah. 
Most excellent. Well, we'll see if we can keep that going, or if this is the last episode and everyone dies. That's always oh. on the table. Okay. A way to be a no. downer. I I knew at some point. I I had a feeling. I had a feeling when Zara entered into the fold, she would kill the entire cast one way or another. I feel like it's bound to happen, and it's gonna be Zara's fault. I what? watched the episode back, and you literally start the show off by saying, "I'm ready to throw a wrench in things." So I feel like this is a plan you had all along. Like you knew this was gonna happen. Uh... <laughs> Little did she know, Zara showed up at the door with a bag of wrenches, pulling open the door. All wrenches inside. <laughs> wrenches the whole way down. Oops, all wrenches. <laughs> all right, team. Uh, as Chad has pointed out, if any of you want to live to see Japan, you're going to have to pull off at least a few more episodes. So yeah, We could make a new character in Japan. That's, that's always an option. It's like, all right, everyone's dead, and we re-roll in Tokyo. <laughs> but we haven't reached that point of our lives yet. When last we left our heroes, you were in the secret experimental Arasaka bunker from before the Fourth Corporate War, buried underneath what is now the borders of the Red Zone in the heart of Night City. You had unlocked the Deep Four module. You had configured the very extensive startup process to uh, set up your pseudo-AI prosperity advocate analyst, who's going to help you make wise policy decisions that would further the goals of the glorious corporate overlords. You had... Made a part you'd absorbed what's left of Ichiro's consciousness into the Deep Four module, downloaded a partition of Deep Four into Ichiro's chassis, connected the Ichiro chassis to the old net. It was immediately infected by the rabbit's virus, and it made a single phone call to Todd. This set off all sorts of alarm bells in everybody's heads. You now believe that Todd may be connected to the Deep Six conspiracy, and the only course of action that you'd come up with so far was to go abduct him and to figure out what secrets he's keeping inside of his brain. That's where we left mm. off. So we're all in agreement that we need to abduct Todd. We couldn't just talk to him, right? That's not something that he would be okay with, Natalie. I mean, you could certainly try. Uh, I haven't gotten anywhere using that method in years. I mean, we do have a <laughs> reporter with us who's very um, persuasive. <laughs> so maybe she could you know, schedule an interview and we could get some intel beforehand. But I don't know if Todd would go for an interview either, would he? Me scheduling interviews. That does not sound like a typical Zara tactic. Does what Zara, is the schedule oh, of which you right, speak? You're right, not scheduling, but you, you know, <laughs> conduct an interview. Oh, yeah, see, that, that kidnapping is definitely part of that plan. <laughs> Oh, okay, then yeah, let's just cut his head open then. Yeah, you know, I'm this friend. Exactly. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, I performed surgery on Todd a long time ago, and uh, I installed a chip that could dull his emotions. Now, if I could get into a room with Todd, wouldn't necessarily be in the cleanest setup in the world, but maybe I could turn that chip up a little bit, you know, it could turn off the, the emotional dulling, might be able to question him a little bit. Why did he want his emotions dulled in the first place? I, I don't know, you know, it's client confidentiality. I, I would never tell. Okay. Wait, really? You're going to cut the head, like, you're going to kidnap him and cut his head off, but you won't tell us why you put I it mean, in? I he, he didn't tell me. Oh, okay, okay. He didn't that... tell me. <laughs> Does Natalie have any hypotheses? I'm pretty sure he wanted to do it just to get ahead in business. Somebody told him that 
getting this procedure done and going to such and such place and applying for such and such job would benefit him. And obviously, based on his position at Network 54, it certainly has, so. I don't know. Jerax is the one who did it and, you know, changed the course of his life and, you know, my life forever. So thanks for that, Jerax. <laughs> I figured you knew what you were doing. I, I did. I mean, I knew what I was doing and he asked for it. And listen, I said, okay, no questions asked. I'll do it for the right amount of money. As we do live in this capitalist society. I suppose I can't blame you. Yeah. Outside of my character, Joe, would, mm -hmm. would I know that this is a common procedure that businessmen do? I don't think this is super common. Um, I, th I think there's a few different schools of thought when it comes to this sort of thing. Uh, in the dark future, we do in fact live in a society and it's... There's a, a core. I'm not saying there's a causation. But there is a correlation with sociopathic tendencies and uh, corporate success. So it's entirely possible somebody would look at that, decide that correlation equates to causation and say, well, that's my problem. I have too many feelings and say, hey, can I have these surgically removed? I would say that personality modifiers and different brainware is is common in the corporate hierarchy. But usually it's things like I want to whatever the latest thing is, you know, people read the 21st century equivalent of the secret. And they're like, I want to just, you know, be really good at visualizing and uh, manifesting things into my brain. And so I want to get a chip that'll do that real good. Hmm. I have no idea if any of that was helpful. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I mean, I was just wondering how, how common it would be. But I think we're all in agreement. We need to kidnap Todd and we just need to find a way to do it. And we need to question him. And I think... We may have to cut open his head. I don't think we will. Maybe we will. It, I don't know. Maybe. Do, do, uh, do we know if he... Does he have, like, a private room or anything, Natalie, in the workplace? How do we even get into the workplace? Do we want it to be in the workplace? Should we well, kidnap him at his house? We could really scare him and kidnap him somewhere, but with all that stuff in his head, I would worry he have some fail-safes going off. So I was hoping we could go in and just pretend this is routine maintenance. I mean, we have on-site facilities at Network 54, of course. A lot of employees have proprietary information in their heads, or maybe they just have a corporate healthcare plan that is tied entirely to the building space, but we do have excellent facilities on-site, Jerex. We just need to get him to show up at them and then deactivate his abilities before we right. start questioning him, at least. I thought we were going to amp them up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was I was planning to do either. I mean, I could either deactivate it or we could just tinker with it and, and amplify it. I, I'm just wondering how we can get him into one of these rooms. I wonder if I could message him. No, because he kind of knows that I'm part of this. <laughs> this wouldn't work. I was going to say, maybe I could maybe I could message him and, and say that there's like a firmware problem with the cyberware that I installed and it's causing all sorts of people to fry their brains. But I think he knows that I am um, part of this, so I don't think that would work. Maybe, I think we just have to kidnap him. Is there a maintenance I feel like tunnel? We have like two sneaky routes and an aggressive route where like we pretend that we're maintenance workers and then we get him into a room and then we force him to do it. The second sneaky route is that we he needs to do maintenance and we have to find some way to convince him, maybe pretend that he's having emotional issues. I don't know how we could, maybe I could implement some kind of program to him remotely where he's like, getting some kind of like triggered emotions so he feels like he needs to get it redone or mm. we go 
super aggressive, guns ablazing, kidnap him from his house, and then we do it in like a back alley. I think you guys are missing what motivates Todd most of all, and that is just tell him you've got an upgrade. He wants to stay ahead of everybody else. But I don't know if there's anything you could potentially offer to put in there to amp up his powers. But once we're inside, it doesn't really matter, right? Then then it's up to you, Jerax. We just got to get him mm. on the table unconscious. Well, do, do you do medical checkups at the company? Could we schedule one for him and then take control of the room and pose as people in the workplace that are just going to do his checkup and then lock the doors and then we just interrogate him for a couple of hours? Sure, we get checkups at work all the time. I have to submit to monthly examinations from everything to blood types and, you know, uh, hair strands and, you know, very other... Natalie goes into a long list of uh, <laughs> personal metrics. Just like nodding, like, hmm, yeah, that seems normal, yeah. I think... I don't really plan... care if you're on drugs, as long as those drugs come from an approved supplier's oh, yeah. list and not somebody who, you know, they have some exclusivity deals with certain corporations, so... Uh, I think the, the best plan of action then would be the rest of us getting into the building somehow, taking the place of the people who would perform the medical examinations through... Uh, maybe you could cause some scheduling issues by hacking into the databases, making it so the right people miss a shift or something. Yeah. Um, and then also maybe changing around a couple of details so that Todd's medical exam gets uh, pushed up to a date of our choice. And we just take position in the room and maybe then we have access to him. Rescheduling is easy for me. That's going to be no problem. Mm. This plan yeah. seems too easy. Something's well, going to go wrong. Natalie, you can get in without any issue, correct? Sure. I work for in. They know your face, and it's not a face that they like, correct? Yeah. Jarex gonna... is in trouble with this. I think Jarex just has enemies everywhere, actually. Accurate. Zara, <laughs> does anyone from Network 54 recognize your face for any reason? I mean, I guess you did mm -hmm. just throw a dude off of a building, and you're kind of <laughs> everywhere over the news, so... That's the, that part's not in the news. Ah, okay. That she can come on site and sell us a story, though. <laughs> she had several meetings. People hmm. at the network probably know who I am. Usually, I don't show up there to deliver my stories, but in some rare cases, like finding a new friend in Natalie, I go visit the office every once in a while to, to send some new stuff in. Maybe we just need to be like, I don't know. What do you think a of a fake mustache? <laughs> <laughs> we just mm. need to cover up your face, Jarek. So the, they're the only face that like they'll recognize. If I had a dollar for every time someone told me to do that, I would have more than one dollar. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm down for it. Listen, a fake mustache, maybe like a handlebar mustache. Maybe, uh, maybe I shave the size of my head so I have a mullet. <laughs> Like some sunglasses. Okay. What's, I'm the, what's it. the name of your what? cover identity? You, you need a persona. Ronald <laughs> McDonald. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah. Okay, that brand has not won. In the dark future of the year 2021, that could be a problem. But in 2045, I don't think that brand is still around. And it hasn't been around yes. for a while. So this winnable. 
<laughs> okay. I have my cover identity. We just need to find a way into the building. Mm -hmm. Presumably, we need to also get ID identification, like RFID tags, so that we can get into the building and we're not going to run into any obstacles by trying to get to uh, the medical room. We also need to reschedule Todd's healthcare checkup so that it's pushed to our date. We need to schedule so that the healthcare workers have a day off and so that they won't be interfering and we don't have to, you know. Yeah, I can just push out. them back and say that it got delayed till next week or something. Mm. They're not going to question the big boss. Yeah, what yeah, would be we, our we... system for like manipulating his schedule? Like, could we. Do we need to get him to change his schedule? Like, should we advertise to well, him and ask him to I do this? I think his schedule or... could still be the same. If he does meet up with these doctors, we just change their schedule yeah. so that he mm. still goes without thinking anything the wiser to the operation room or wherever it is. So you're saying you, you wouldn't even need to get into Todd's network information calendar, etc. You just need to hijack his next regularly scheduled maintenance checkup. We would need so a need way to get to into their stuff. The only mm -hmm. thing that we might need a little extra information on Todd is if we, how do we know that he's even going to have this operation? Is that like a conversation that you could have with him, Natalie? Like, I don't, how do we even know that he's going to like go for well, it? Can't we just, if, I mean, it's like, it goes two ways. We don't need to hack into Todd's system. We could just hack into the medical system and find out when they're next doing an appointment. Right? With Todd. Okay. I guess. Because their, their, their database should have like a list of the people that they're um, seeing. So we don't have to go directly to Todd, who's presumably going to have like a bunch of encryption. It's going to be much harder. We can go straight to those uh, workers, schedule them for a different day, push uh, Todd's back on their end, but Todd still thinks he's coming in for the checkup, and that's when we jump him. We could even go okay. ultra low tech. Once we find out when he's going for his appointment, I'll put a sign on the door that says, actually, appointment moved down the hall. Then he'll go to the room down the hall. We got him. You think Todd would? Yeah. Isn't he like a, a pseudo super AI at the moment? Isn't that what we're running off of? You think he'd see through that? It's so innocuous. <laughs> Todd, please go to room A5. <laughs> no, just. This just is not a trap. Like, Thank appointments you. Move to. <laughs> He's showing up for his regular appointment. People went before him. People went after him. Mm. Nobody really told him that the room moved, but he gets there. He sees a sign. It's printed out. It's taped. It's very corporate. And it says, oh, we've moved to a slightly less convenient location. Mm. So corporate, he says, as he continues down the hallway, thinking not at all <laughs> that anything strange was going on. Because it's still a room in the building. And in fact, it's a more doctory room. It's a bigger room with better equipment, better lighting. So they can get a better look at Todd's beautiful face, he thinks, as he moves down. Mm. I don't this is Natalie, like, pitching you her Todd RP. I mean, I you know Todd better than all of us. Yeah. So do you think that would work? I don't know if I agree with what you said, but I like the way you said it, so I say we go with it. Paper <laughs> on the door. Yeah. I'm game. We still need to break into the database, though, right? We oh, do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I think we, we have the plan. Plan of action. All right. Run me through this from the top. Okay. <laughs> Since we I have need... to prepare a bunch of stuff yeah. very quickly to deal with we this. We need RFID chips to get in. Natalie doesn't because she's already works there. Uh, maybe Natalie would be able to get us access to 
maybe some tags that we could clone of the workers. Almost certainly. Do they wear a um, uniform? Oh yeah, the uniforms as well. Medical personnel absolutely would. Uh, most people, like if you're janitorial, you'd wear a uniform. If you're security, you'd wear a uniform. If you're medical, you'd wear a uniform. Those specialist divisions are going to have those sorts of costuming decisions. But your average Network 54 employee just dresses to impress. Mm. So it depends on your cover to get in. Yeah, I think the the most innocuous way to get in would probably be through maintenance. You know, like people people don't look at the maintenance people. We just wear we wear the the medical uniform and then we just wear the janitor uniform over it. Presumably, it's like an overall. Okay. Is it? No, I like we? that. I we can get into the building by wearing maintenance or janitor clothes, and then by the time we make it up to the rooms where the medical stuff is going on, we take it off, then we'll be wearing, yeah. and people won't question why a bunch of scrubs are walking by. Mm -hmm. And we need clipboards. Clipboards are very important for Ooh, staring yes. at and walking down a corridor and looking at and <laughs> muttering, and then nobody will bother you. And the ties. We need to get ties so that we can throw them over our shoulders so it looks like we're in a rush because that way we're in a rush and no, we're so no, busy everything but the ties everything but the ties you know what <laughs> no ties no but tie but like we throw Why them would over a our shoulder slash no, 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 medical no. individual I mean, wear a tie well but the tie the the tie is no. good for if it's over our shoulder it means we're we're, no. we're too we're too busy <laughs> to be interrupted because if we weren't if we weren't busy then we would have corrected our tie. <laughs> no ties. Okay. <laughs> no ties. Some Edma mo Edna mode <laughs> energy over here. No ties. <laughs> you get caught in the door. Yeah. Okay. So we we got a plan. We just need. Janitor uniforms, mm -hmm. some RFID cards for the medical personnel. Um, we need prior access to the database so that we can actually ahead of time see when his appointment is and set it. So that's the first action we need to take so we can push the people's um, days off to that day and then still keep uh, Todd coming in. Um, and yeah, beyond that point, probably should look up like some escape mechanism so we don't get caught out oh. of position again like last time. Hmm. Oh, grappling hooks. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> yeah, so about that, I think I need to buy one, given that, uh... <laughs> last You're time gonna be a really full member of the team. Handy. Yeah, thinking, thinking about the last, uh... You know. That's valid, that's understandable. I believe those run 50 eddies, so you can go ahead and add a grapple gun. Uh, we give them three shots each on a fresh canister. A replacement canister is another 20 eddies. Okay. So feel free to go ahead and make that change. Now, phase one of this operation, as I understand it, is just getting access mm -hmm. to the database. So there's going to have to be a little bit of a net run here in order to hack into this stuff. Which means you're going to have to get into the building, which means you're going to have to get, you know, six meters away from an access point. So, honestly, the infiltration starts before the appointment even begins. Well, oh, could... quick question. I do live in company housing, and we are connected mm -hmm. to the network for health reasons. Uh, mm -hmm. Would they be able to connect to the network from my apartment? So, from your apartment, 
the Frizz would not be able to do a full-fledged net run. However, you could do an electronics and security tech check to try to remotely adjust things. It's not as surefire. It might be a little bit, and it might set off some, you know, some uh, security alarms and such. You detected you tampering. The future is a lot more compartmentalized, but you do have a good point. So, if the Frizz is willing, and remember that your apartment is under constant surveillance, except for like a few rooms in the apartment. Hmm. It's the price of security. But getting in there would definitely give you the access you need. Natalie, are you high up enough that if you brought a Netrunner in for your own personal corporate project, would it arouse suspicion? Um, I mean, Natalie's instinct, instinct is no, but that'd be sweet. So uh, I'm going to defer to Joe here. <laughs> Why don't you give me a business check, Natalie? Business, business, business. <laughs> business, business, numbers, numbers. <laughs> you know where it is faster on my sheet. That's Jonah's sheet. Not this is great. It's <laughs> buying me time to set up a complete surgical like map layout. Oh, I'm great. very slowly pressing the button and calculating oh. my... Ooh. Wow. Hey. Uh, okay, so your job is you're in charge of procuring supplies and the like. You're in charge of uh, office snacks and keeping that supply chain going. I believe back when I worked a corporate job, it was office services. You had a lot of synergy on your resume based on your time at Continental in order to do that. So you would be able to bring in a net runner for limited applications in that specific field, but security is everybody's responsibility. So they're gonna try to keep an eye on that access if, of anybody who comes in. There's a vendor approving process that you're supposed to go through. You have to set them up with a guest login and a guest RFID tag. You have to register at the front desk, uh, go through you know pre-clearance and vetting and such. Well, I guess last time I brought in a Netrunner was to fix our snack machine. And I do wonder, when that when that Netrunner came in, he had an apprentice with him. And the apprentice just kind of came around to watch. So maybe if we bring both Netrunners, one of you guys can log into the vending machine and do some very obvious Netrunning. And maybe our very experienced Netrunner could do some uh, searching on the side. Hmm. Okay, does that mean I have to get the mullet now, or later? Now. Yeah, and some denim overalls. Okay, okay. <laughs> Would my multi-tool have shears? Yes. Do you want to roll to give him a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want a professional one, Jarex? I can. My, my dad used to teach me how to shave his back when I was young, so uh, I feel like I could help you with a beard. Um... Mm, um, sure. So, wait, what are we doing? Nope, no more questions. You said yes. All right, what wait. do I roll? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there is a skill in the game called personal grooming. Uh, you, you can use it to just impress people with, like, how good your hair is. Uh, for example, Seltzer, you just figured out some new eyeliner tricks, so you probably just ranked up. Um, Dang. Congrats. So, what normally that is a cool based skill. So, my inclination is to have you, Kelly, make a personal grooming check. So, it would just be a flat 1d10 modified by your cool score. Eight. Well, 
I have good news and I have bad news. And they're both that you're trying to accomplish a mullet here. <laughs> so I mean, A mullet's pretty easy, right? It's gotta be. Is yeah. failure really failure? <laughs> Failure's a crew Or is it just authentic? <laughs> That's the question here. How can you um, mess up a mullet? Well, last question. Do you want the mustache on or off, Brent? Well, I was thinking we just glued a hair to my face. That's left over for the handlebar <laughs> mustache. That will definitely work, yeah. <laughs> mm. Alright, alright. It's magnificent. You've done great work. What was your actual <laughs> roll? You rolled a three plus five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ronald M. Donald is ready to go. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, that's that's the name of the doctor persona. This guy is called Steve <laughs> Junior. Oh. Junior. All right. Yeah. I like that. That builds a legacy because that means that there's a Steve Senior, right? Y yeah. It actually implies a lot of backstory. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Maybe you came from a line of of janitors, you know. Mm-hmm. Lineage. Well, I, I'm actually a netrunner in this. This is the apprentice persona. Oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, who's this is the... According to Wait. this op, is Jarex playing the part of the senior netrunner or the oh, junior netrunner? I think netrunner? I am, actually. So Steve Jr. is the senior netrunner, and... <laughs> Mistress, who is your persona? You are going to need a cover identity. I'm Pesh Ariton, the most... The influential socialite in the world. Oh wait, am I? I'm a netrunner. You're, you're like my apprentice netrunner, so I don't oh. know. I mean, maybe that would work. I don't know. The richest rag story. It's like a, a really bad episode of Undercover Boss. <laughs> uh, no, you know, I kind of like Paris Sheraton. Maybe she's branching out into a, a new aspect of her life, and she wants to get into netrunning. Daddy cut her off, and so now she's having to work for a living. Okay. I think All we've right. got a real good plan here. So, are the three of you doing the initial hit? Yeah, I suppose so. I'm, like, just working on the vendor machine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. And then, boss, secretly, Miss Frizz is the one who's actually... Um, mm -hmm. doing all the heavy lifting because I don't know what I'm doing as a netrunner, but that's okay. It's just a vending machine. How hard can it be? Exactly. Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Nothing to life. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, Lord. Joseph, I have an additional question. Whenever yes. uh, Zara decides to come to Network 54, is it like pretty low key or is there like an uproar? Does it like, draw a lot of attention away from the vending machine repair people? Well, I think that's sort of up to Zara at this point. Like, Zara's reputation is growing, but you know when you're at the bar after the con and everyone's hanging out and there's some people where like you see them and you know their face, you're like, oh, that's the VP of this thing. That's that person. Like they're, they're kind of a big deal. They're not on camera all the time or they're still an up and comer, but like they're doing amazing work. So because you're in the know, you know to go over and get in that circle. But for your average fan, they wouldn't really be aware. Zara is sort of at that level where some people who are in the know would immediately recognize her. But uh, until that media score goes up higher, still a rising star. Which means it's basically all about how Zara plays it. Hmm. See... 
I feel like Zara in this situation would want to play it cool. It's just a pre-mission to the actual mission. She's she's got to keep the anger inside until <laughs> she gets to speak to actual Todd. Um, and so maybe in this case, I, I might just be going to visit a friend. Little do you all know, one of my... Well, for I say friend, I don't like anybody. Um, little, little do you know, I have a friend that works at Network 54 that I ran into at a certain point uh, who supposedly works for somebody at the company, but we've never discussed who they actually work for. Could I be visiting that person? Absolutely. Absolutely, that'll work. Okay, so... Phase one of Operation Corporate Ladder. All four members of the team are going to the Network 54 offices. Jarex is in his auspices as Steve Jr. Steve Jr., you know, yep. yep. From a long line of proud Steves. Uh, the Frizz is there as Paris Sheraton, who is apprenticing in net running. Natalie Smith is there as Natalie Smith. Zara is there as Zara. <laughs> Zara. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> we are about to drop the hottest album. Oh yeah. We need that, you know, parental warning in the lower right-hand corner. Yeah. Jesus. All right. Steal this so album. Operation EP is good to go. So, <laughs> the four of you are going to go in. What role is everybody going to play? Uh, I know that, I think, to me, it feels like Natalie and, and Zara are running interference, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm, okay. I'm going to be the, the cover for why they're there. I hired them. Mm -hmm. I brought them in to fix the machine. It's been broken. I have, will tell you all about it if you stand here next to me. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, uh, Zara, you're going to visit your friend. Aside from visiting your friend, how are you contributing to the overall operation? I'm just there to be on standby in case I need to swoop in and uh, cause a distraction. Okay. And then, Jerax, you're primarily just going to be fiddling with the machine, right? Oh, I'm, I'm going to be playing the part of mm -hmm. um, Steve Jr. Um, right. And he, he came from, you know, a hardworking kind of pull your bootstraps up kind of family. Learned some learned net running at a young age out of a textbook that he found um, just in just in a cupboard somewhere. Um, and <laughs> since then, you know, he's just really been uh, trying to follow in a lot of his family's footsteps of net running. Um, and he, he just goes around doing a lot of um, pretty m mundane jobs around corporate buildings. Easy jobs, some would say, but, uh, you know, even the easiest jobs need doing. And that's the motto of the junior household. Um, the last name is Junior. He's not actually Steve Junior. The, uh, the, that's just the surname of his family. Don't know why they're, they're all called Junior. Um, so is his dad Steve Junior Senior? It's um, Tom Junior, actually. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, Thomas Junior. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's got a mullet. He's got a handlebar mustache. He wears these really big aviator sunglasses, almost like they are a prop in a comedic bit. Um, and he didn't realize, but he likes the look of them, so he uses them, and he just chews on, to he chew chews on toothpicks all the time. He's got a toothpick in his mouth. 
Um, and so, uh, and yeah, and he's he's taking uh, Paris um, Sh Sh Sherrington. Sheraton. It's a Sheraton. play on her Sh last name. Sheraton. Sorry, Paris Sheraton uh, as uh, as the work experience apprentice for this job, just just showing her the ropes in terms of how to uh, make sure the vending machines operate. All right, let's start out with Steve Jr. giving me an acting check. I got a toothpick, so I should get a bonus on it. I think. I'm absolutely giving you at least a plus one bonus for the prop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I leveled up my acting recently. Here we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, okay. 13 with a toothpick. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I feel like your effective result to portray yourself as a competent netrunner is actually going all the way down to an 11 because mm -hmm. of the haircuts. Oh yeah, I mean, the kind of the kind of impression I was going for was like, this guy's a netrunner, but the only jobs he can get are very low level at corporate places. Mm -hmm. He would never be trusted on a big mission. He's like a he's like a country hick, you know. He's just he's just out there. He's got his little toothpick and he's got his mullet, and uh, you know he he's kind of oblivious to the way the world works. He wants to, he wants the corporate people to walk past him, and he wants them to think, huh, glad that's not me. But you know. Just doing a good, good, honest day's work. Just making sure the vending machine works properly, you know. And that's that's Mr. Junior. All right. Well, uh, well done on that front. Now, let's take our other two who are on support. Natalie, you're the one who has to get all these people signed in. Dot your eyes <laughs> and cross your T's. <laughs> oh, thank you, production. <laughs> Magnificent. So why don't you, unless you have something else you'd like to do, or if you have something else in addition, please feel free to chime in. Give me a bureaucracy check to navigate all the paperwork of getting these folks signed in for this specific job. Oh, easy. No problem. 21. Oh, so oh my paid God. Off. <laughs> 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 <Unwarranted> confidence. <laughs> uh, is there, aside from just mastering uh, form 31 IT... Uh, what is there anything else you're doing at the front desk or to cover or to assist the operation? Yeah, actually, um, because I've noticed no one really seems to log in and check the vigorous notes that I've been taking about the schedule. I've gone and uh, backdated this appointment. Um, I've put in like previous appointments from this business. Uh, I've mm. really made this look like a, an official maintenance check because no one's really checking my work anyway. <laughs> okay, I dig that. Do you have a different skill that you can use to? log all of that uh i would say perhaps my library i'm just making sure it's a good number oh, no it's well, I not don't, <laughs> yeah library search is more about finding stuff rather than planting stuff yeah let's see uh <laughs> what would i say here um oh, with a human perception because i'm kind of like aware of how people are looking at the situation and what they might look for in steps two, three, and four, verifying this. Uh... I would say, no, it's more procedural. Human perception would be if you're actually talking to the people, like, and getting a read on them. That, you know, it... human perception requires a, a present human element rather than the inhuman red tape of doom. What about accounting? I would take accounting. That makes total sense. You'd know, you'd know how to modify the spreadsheets and how everything needs to be logged in. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. Really? Whoa. Well, 
how is uh junior incorporated is he part of like a larger service firm or what and if you haven't thought of this with that role natalie has <laughs> i'm handing you like backstory it's like you actually had a brother here are his tax returns that is ridiculous 34 is that like I mean, multiple tens you didn't even roll a 10 she rolled a nine or no she rolled a 10 no, mathematically she, she rolled a 10 yeah yeah so it was a holy 19 moly yeah that's I feel like Wild. you should just be able to find out who Deep Six is off that. He also you ordered this vending machine to be delivered here. I can't figure it out. Deep Six sent it. <laughs> just happened to to find um show you know you got two spreadsheets, show to the IRS and never show to the IRS. And you just happened to have opened that one up and say, Oh hey, look, the killer is <laughs> All right, so nobody's going to question the presence of Steve Jr. messing with these, and his apprentice is also included as a budget item. Technically, we're getting a tax credit for participating in the learning program. So, <laughs> also, they signed away part of their likeness. I would love to tell the Jr. story one day. <laughs> yeah, the the intellectual rights are now sold not for Brain Dance, <laughs> but for Hall of Vid. That part is definitely uh -huh. covered, and uh, no royalties. <laughs> Zara, while all this is going on. You are on site. You are meeting up with your contact, your friend who happens to be an executive assistant here at uh, at Network 54. Mm -hmm. And your friends are covertly running this op on the side. They're putting all the bells and whistles in place. All they need now is for the Frizz, aka Paris Sheraton, to get into the system and make the schedule changes. How can you help run interference or do you have any different business you want to attend to while you're here? It's kind of like a... a you know, kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. I'm there to, to help run interference if necessary, but I'm also trying to get a scoop onto what my next big story might be that I could sell to Network 54. And usually I like to run into the executive assistant uh, friend to kind of get an idea of some of the happenings that are going on in the top of the corporate world because he hears a lot of things and he knows I like that gossip. Okay, okay, I like that. What skill from your character sheet could you apply here? Feel free to be creative as long as you have a, uh, a strong argument for what you're trying to do to get the scoop. And you have your special media ability, so I'll give you a plus four because you're looking for a scoop. I'll add that credibility score to whatever skill you choose to use here. I almost want to use persuasion because it's not like mm -hmm. interrogation feels a little bit too on the nose because i'm not trying to like get something out of him mm -hmm. in an angry way so i feel like a persuasion would be best you i want him to offer this information to me himself okay i would definitely allow that in the game cyberpunk red the conversation skill also applies here because conversation is basically used to oh. just chat with people and pull something Again, in this case, I'll definitely allow persuasion just based on your past history with this character, so on and so forth. But keep that in mind in the future. If you're ever just looking to chat with somebody and without too strong enough of an argument to sort of lead them, conversation is a good skill to use. But go ahead and hit me with the persuasion. We're adding plus four to this roll. 23. That is not bad. That is not bad at all. All right, um, well, his boss got a weird call recently. 
and he's sort of been holed up in his office, uh, avoiding most of his meetings. Whatever it is, it must be pretty serious. He doesn't no. like to talk about his boss too much, you know, just because, you know, he's, he's got to protect the, the higher-ups. But uh, no. what, what, whatever it is, he's canceled his appointments for the rest of the day. No, it can't be. How could you do <laughs> <Be> this? What? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Todd's assistant? Yeah, he never mentioned that. <laughs> Still hasn't, technically. You know, I, I don't even know the executive assistant's name. That's that's how great friends we are. <laughs> Is it one of those things where, like, at this point, it would just be weird for you to ask and so you always call him the same thing huh? or just call him, hey, how's it going? Exactly. <laughs> like, maybe you even know. It's, again... You're out at the event, and you know why you know that person, but you have no idea what their name is, so you always have a friend with you who you can introduce and be like, this is my friend Bren. Have you seen him? He's on Overwatch League. And then you're like, please introduce yourself so I remember who the hell you are. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right with my relationship with this executive assistant. Perfect. Todd's, though. Well, now my gears are turning. That's interesting hey. information. For the record, I actually secretly came up with that when we invented this character, not literally just now, which I'm not afraid to do either, but. I love it. I love it. I would like everybody in the party to roll 1d10, please. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you, you, can prob you can probably stop. You can probably stop, but let's just see what Necker gets. I did that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> under normal circumstances, I would count that as being lower than a one. Um, <laughs> but because it's slightly funnier this way, uh, Kelly, what is what is this character's name? We're calling. You, you, you pulled the short straw. What oh, is this God. executive assistant's name? Oh, what? Why do I have to name him? Because um, you rolled a one. Franklin D. Dink. <laughs> okay. This, has this happened before? I'm getting hard deja vu about oh. putting someone on the spot and coming up with the name Franklin D. Dink. That, <laughs> I, wow. That didn't happen during our Halloween episode, did it? Because that I don't would be. Think so. All right, all right. Someone check the vod. Okay, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> the first time that you walked in, you and he annoyed you slightly, and you just called him Dink, and uh, he was like, "Oh wow, she already knows who I am. That's cool." All right, so that, yeah, he took a, a weird call recently, and he's been very reclusive ever since. He's been, a he's been in a weird mood. He's mostly been keeping to himself. He's been missing appointments. It's very out of character for him. Yeah, so I find out this information, and I immediately text the group. Okay. I feel like this is, inc is a very important information for them to know. So... You know, who's to say we couldn't just go knock on his door and talk to him now? Up to the team. You've all got... Basically, this message comes across as uh, the Frizz is, like, 
watching over Jarek says, oh yeah, uh-huh, that's interesting, okay, and then secretly typing in, getting ready to adjust the schedule. The last time Zara went up to talk to someone, multiple people died? So, <laughs> maybe stick with the original plan right now. I don't know, yeah, that's I guess. Fair. That's fair. I, I mean, I this like is a new... original plan. Okay. Because it, it gets him in the medical building, whereas if we went with this, we would just... <laughs> we'll just knock on his door and be like, Hey, Todd, how's it going? It up, gamer? Open your head. He definitely has, like, a button on the bottom of his desk that will alert everything inside of the building. Yeah. Maybe after Accurate. last time we visited him at the office, he's learned such things. This has very, you know, like, episode three, season one vibes, too. <laughs> Ooh, callback. There's actually a game system I really want to play someday where your level progression is just by having callbacks. Like the more previous <sighs> adventures you've been on, you get power-ups by once an episode, you can call back, hey, remember that time we did that other adventure and you get a bonus on it. And the more callbacks <sighs> you have, the more powerful your character is. Brilliant system. Do the callbacks I have to be, be real? Uh, yes, but I respect what, what what show is that? Aside from like the family guy thing where it's just a thing that's never ever happened before. I respect that. There's other game I... systems where if you were doing a heist like this, you could spend points to have a flashback to when you switched the hard drive out. And like that never actually happened, but now it's you're you will it into existence. Yeah, awesome. I'd be terrible with that kind of system. I can't remember what happened in the last session. <laughs> I'm like I'm terrible at remembering what happens in sessions. Like I can't remember at all. All right. Well, speak back to this session. Uh the frizz, <laughs> you are standing there, you are getting ready. If you play your cards right here with a good electronic security check, you can just get into the calendar and make the changes without having to net run. If you beef this, you will have to do a net run. But first, okay. I need you to brush out your acting chops and roll me 1d10 plus cool to revitalize the role of Paris Sheraton. Oh my god! <laughs> you have hey, the but... acting skill, you can roll that. I do? I don't think if... I do. Okay, then the answer is no. Okay, yeah. A seven. Well, I mean, you're fairly naturally talented at this. I mean, uh, not, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think somebody's going to go by and clearly notice that you're just on your phone scrolling through the garden, pretending like you're paying attention to what's going on. Uh, they're going to grumble about uh, good money going to waste. But fortunately, earlier on, they found out about the tax credit the company is getting because of that absolutely oh. ridiculous role that Seltzer pulled. So this failure is going to be canceled out by that critical success. Thank you. Uh, that's only good for one, though. Next time something goes wrong, Zara has to cause a ruckus or something in order to cover for it. So now, if you want, you can roll electronics and security tech to try to hack in and adjust the schedule. Definitely will do that. Oh my god, what oh, is happening? No. This has oh, been no. like since season three. If I'm a guest on the show, <laughs> all twenties. But as soon as I'm a member, uh, uh, nat ones. Oh, you just, no. Did I mention the tax credit? 
Wow, that's also the worst possible crit fail you can get, because you rolled a 1, and then you rolled a d10, and subtracted, and you rolled a 10 on that. What? This is, yeah, this is mathematically the worst possible well, roll. Well, it's only appropriate that we would have the highest roll and the lowest roll in the game at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people have gotten into the negatives before. This is just <laughs> your personal worst that you could possibly do here. So, Thanks, congratulations. Jason. Thanks I'm glad you broke that Joseph. down for me. <laughs> just letting me know how terrible it was. Yeah, it's like, wow, you really could not have actually done any worse on that. That's that's kind of amazing. <laughs> okay, so that's not going well, and it is tripping a security alert in the system. You know, it, it's one of those things where somebody in IT just got flagged about unauthorized access. What would the team like to do? Oh, I am going to... Uh... I'm going to put on my best, like, no, no. I don't know why my country accent sounds like Tiberius, but we're going to roll with it. No, that's not what you do here. <laughs> I was going to do a country accent, but I, I just... Like an slipped. American country accent? Yeah, I, was, I don't know. Trust me, I don't know. But I've slipped into old fantasy D&D man. So we're going to roll with that one now. I'm like, that's not what you do. You've accidentally tapped in. What? <laughs> Listen, you've accidentally tripped the security lab. Oh no! Now look at look at this. What have you done? And I'm gonna try and trigger the vending machine to just pump out kibble. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna play the role of the disgruntled, you know, newbie. That's just, Listen, all right. It's your fault that you're not training me well, and I'm gonna try and make it his fault. Or at least start an argument so that it doesn't look like we're trying to break into their security system. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jarex, pick a skill that you can use to cause this thing to spew kibble. Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna use my interface skill if that's okay. All um, right, if you're because... gonna use interface, you're you're going to actually have to hack into the network architecture. Oh, so mm, well, yeah, yeah. Can basic tech work? <laughs> uh, it's a long shot, but it is possible. Oh, I wonder what the, what's the easiest? Well, how much black ice do you think they've got loaded into a vending machine? A vending machine. Probably none. <laughs> I'll go. Maybe yeah, one. Maybe one. I, I, I want to sell, like, I mean, I'm saying out loud, I'm like, oh, you, you, you've accidentally tried to access the system. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Look, and, and now you've accidentally spilled kibble everywhere. Like, I'm trying to make a big deal so that when IT does come around, I'm like, sorry about this. You know, I'm training my apprentice and mm. the kibble went everywhere. You know, we've all been there with the kibble situation. It's very easy yeah. to confuse the kibble machine with encrypted databases. Um, <laughs> so there I was, interface? up to my knees in kibble. Uh, give me a social skill first in order to pass this off. And then roll an interface check to crack the security on the vending machine. Okay, you want like um, an acting check? I would take acting again here. I'll allow acting again. Okay. <laughs> you spent the points on it, you know, it's only. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like we summoned that negative number. Like, what is happening? Why are you speaking like you're a 60 year old man? You're not wearing old man makeup. <laughs> this is the only voice I can do. <laughs> what 
What's the point of putting points into acting if the only role you know how to play is a 78-year-old wild mage? <laughs> how often is that going to come up in the dark future? You need to get those correspondence course bucks back. That was a... Alright, well, roll an interface check while I quickly generate a network architecture for a freaking vending machine. Oh! Oh, okay! Alright! That's fine! That's completely fine! Just get out of your mind when there's nothing- Okay, there's a little bit at stake, but it's not like you're cracking into the freaking, you know, soul killer here. I know, right? How many interface checks did I do? I almost died, and now it's a vending machine yeah. spewing kibble, and I nail it. You haven't even done any net running for a while because of the la like the traumatic experience that you had. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh no! You have done the bad thing. Oh my apprentice, can we let this pass? And then you hack it, and it just starts. For some reason, there's a slot machine buzzer on it. Now look what you have bestowed upon us! Oh, woe is me! What? I'm looking into the distance Did... whimsically and like, yeah, really nailed that scene. Natalie <laughs> is low-key like freaking out in the background because this is just bad corporate practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is uh... my turn. The All right, well, we really need to make sure that, like, that kibble machine doesn't spout any more kibble. So I say we get back into the system to see if everything's fine. <laughs> so maybe we should just get back into it. Us. Junior, <laughs> senior. Is it, I'm waiting for Joe to tell us the bad news. Well, okay. uh, first off, I need Frizz to give me a social check of some kind to sell the part. Probably just a raw 1d10 plus act plus cool again. Unless you can sell okay. something else, because it feels no, like right just... now. Yeah, one D ten plus cool. Hit me with it. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, you're doing a better job than Shakespeare over here. So <laughs> Natalie and Zara, you notice this going on. It is disrupting the corporate environment. It is not conducive to uh, to workplace productivity. People are muttering. People are laughing. People are, you know, recording on their phones to watch this happen. They're going to try to upload it. <laughs> no, to really? Yeah, they're going to farm you for clout. Um, and you can immediately tell that this is not going to reflect well on whoever booked this company in order to do do this uh they're not going to get five stars is what i'm saying they're also attracting undue attention which is going to make it a lot more difficult like people are noticing people are sort of gathering around well joseph this also gives us the benefit of witnesses because what i would like to do here is kind of let this situation progress and let them get as far as they can in the system basically before anyone who actually knows what's going on shows up and then if and when i see it that's when I'm going to start yelling at them. But right now, I'm just trying to stay out of the frame of everybody else filming these loonies and hope they keep their faces out of the shot. Okay, uh, IT is on the way. They're not here yet, but they they are on the way right now. Maintenance is, is en route. You have one or two more actions each at most before they arrive. Okay, I'd like to position myself like between the machine and them and the hallway that maintenance or that, that IT would probably come from so I can be the mm -hmm. first one they interact with. Okay. 
just running it literally running interference okay uh zara anything from you you would be aware of this going on the slot machine ding 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 do, 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 oh. do, 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 do. i'm and just packets of kibble i'm already making my way little do everybody know i have a trick up my sleeve and that's called tarot cards <laughs> i carry these with me everywhere <laughs> Yes. Now, now the, the story about these tarot cards, mind you, is that I found them in a secret vault while I was hunting around chasing a story, and they were in pristine condition, never before seen. Nobody has seen these cards in, like, 30 years <laughs> since all the scalpers the got them. <laughs> So you know, I I'm ready to to run to run my shop. You know, I'm I'm about to to run into the IT and and tell them their fortune because I'm good at that too. I think that is literally the last thing that they expect. Perfect. Good. Keep them guessing. Okay. So, I IT and maintenance show up. Like they're rolling up, they just something pinged off in the system. One of our uh, spontaneous craving satisfaction machines is going absolutely haywire. Uh, it's flagged under this company, and they're they're walking forward. And Natalie's just got full okay corporate mode, ready to run interference, ready to scream at underlings, ready to do whatever's necessary. And then <laughs> Zara, what, what's your tech hair doing right now, Zara? Oh, it's it's like it, um, it's it's uh, slicked back. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's very uh, black, mysterious, and it mm -hmm. is it is slicked back, and and I look like a person that is exciting to talk to. I have a proposition for you. And so, as like Natalie's winding up, okay, in Plan Alpha, I yell at these people. In Plan Beta, I apologize to these people. In Plan Charlie. I'm just going to randomly name drop this executive. There's a contingency for everything. And then tarot cards walk right past you. <laughs> I knew and these would come in handy. Zara, what do you do with them? As these like techies are showing up. They have clipboards, by the way. They brought clipboards. Ooh. So you well, know they they're serious. They're, well, they're mm -hmm. serious. And I'll be like... Do they have ties? Yes. And they're flipped back over their shoulders. Flipped back over their shoulders. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're they're right. business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for doubting you before. <laughs> They're serious business. So, um, I I interrupt. I, I I I jump right in front of Natalie and I go, "Can I interest you in a fortune? I I have very accurate fortunes. I have these amazing tarot cards from many many years ago, and I'm ready to read yours. What do you say?" What? Why not? Everybody likes their fortune read. They look between Zara and Natalie for a moment. Just again, this was not on their contingency <laughs> list either. Zara, give me a persuasion check unless you have something else you'd argue for. Hey, at least I don't have to roll in the actual chat. Twenty <laughs> one. <laughs> Okay. I've seen. Oh, I've seen these before. I've never actually had the physical ones before. Hey, does an inverted Charizard really mean that change is in my future? Yes, <laughs> and it's good change. 
He looks over his shoulder. He sees the two of them like fighting over the vending machine. They say, <laughs> "Okay, this is gonna take at least thirty seconds to resolve. I gotta see this." And they're gonna go <laughs> ahead and go with Zara just because it's novel. And they aren't <laughs> under their KPI. They're like, right now, if this goes south, this is still on that company. This isn't under our KPIs. So hell yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I I draw I draw the first. You know I I. I, I show them all the cards, okay? Mm. Here, here they all are. <laughs> I drop them on the floor. <laughs> As the most, you know, most correct method of fortune telling to distract them as long as possible. And I, I tell, you know, it may look funny, but this is how you know that the gods are in your favor. So, <laughs> just... So I shuffle them up on the floor, I, and I and I go for the the three that stand out to me the most, and I flip them over. Mm. Well, it looks like it might just happen to be your lucky day. It has <laughs> it has a lucky match on it. I'm, I, it might be your lucky day if you scoop up something close to you. You will have good fortune. <laughs> Natalie is just behind you, like... <laughs> <laughs> Alright. As you're giving this tarot reading, uh, Frizz and Jerax, you've been mm -hmm. bought precious, precious time to recover the situation. Okay. What would you like to do? Would I, I... I can see all of the employees kind of, like, laughing and... Uh, yeah. yeah um like they're now they're not sure what to pay attention to the tarot card the spontaneous tarot card reading that's going on in the middle of this you know urgent ticket that they've received or the kibble just flying out of the box mm. i i would be like what you've never seen an apprentice before listen this is just a workplace environment listen why uh why do you call yourselves employees of network 5040 you will not get up promoted if you keep this get back to work i'm just gonna try and shame them in public like i'm <laughs> shaming myself by mm -hmm. like speaking at a um above talking noise you know like mm -hmm. there's, there's like normal speech and i'm just kind of shouting like an old man Mm -hmm. Even though I'm not old and I'm, I have a mullet and I'm clearly <laughs> not old. <laughs> and um, hair tapes to your face. Yeah, and hair like glued to my face and a handlebar mustache. But I'm like shouting at all of them to try and embarrass them. Like I'm not embarrassed about about me shouting out loud, but I'm pointing out like, do you guys have anything better to do? Like you guys, are, you guys are complaining about not getting promoted. You're stuck around here taking videos of me and apprentice. Like, we're, we're, listen, we're just net runners who are working on the vending machine, huh? Go, how about you go by your day, huh? 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 Roll persuasion. Persuasion. Please don't roll badly. That's okay. I'll okay. That. That's going to buy you a little bit of time. Uh, the Frizz, you were denied access to the calendar from here. You need a different plan of attack. What are you going to do? think you're muted muted i can no longer access the uh the calendar from the vending machine correct oh well 
Can I scan to see if there is another access port nearby? Yeah. Go ahead and roll an interface check. Also, just because I see people are watching us and then I know that there's cameras everywhere, I'm going to cry a bunch. And that makeup that I put on for Paris Sheraton like, is not waterproof. So my face is covered up, but just with a bunch of makeup. It's like facial recognition blocking. It's very popular with edge runners. Yeah. Okay. You have located an access point. Would you like to tap in? Yes. Okay. Another flat uh, interface check? Uh, it's nope. It just takes a net action to right. log in for free. So I'm going to move. I think every, nobody else will be able to see anything for the time being. Probably, hopefully. Can't see anything. Except for production. Production forever. should be able to see something. Oh my god, I can see forever. Let me make sure I fix this. Give me a sec to... The darkness! <laughs> Alright, well, you at least can see one of those freaking samurai ninja robot programs. A killer program is waiting for you in the lobby. While oh. I give uh, visual access to our viewing audience, do something about it. Um, well, was not expecting a samurai. Well, I guess I'm not in the vending machine anymore, so this is a bit more appropriate. Mm -hmm. It would have been a little confusing if it was there, but um, I guess I am going to try and slip right past it with a slide action. All right, go ahead and roll interface. Um, and, and that's what's affected by speed. Yes. So if you, but you have to make this. Uh, oh no, no. Before you can even do this. Both of you are going to go ahead and engage. Okay. And I'm going to keep trying to fix this so that people can actually see what the hell is going on. So immediately roll an interface check because it was waiting for you on the ground level. <sighs> well, that's not great. Hmm. What Versus a 13. Okay, yeah. So it's going to immediately attack you. Uh, really? But you don't have any programs rezzed. No. So mostly it just makes th really threatening posture. Like it just sort of, you know, menaces <laughs> you. Grrrr. Quite menacing. Very scary. Yeah. So you now have your three net actions. I, uh, if Speed Gonzalez, which uh, gives plus two speed, affects my slide, I'm going to activate that first. It does not affect your slide. Uh, it affects that? when we make that initial roll, when you land in a box with black ice mm -hmm. and you get to roll to see if it attacks oh. you or if you get to go, that's what it affects. That's fine then. I don't need that. Um, I guess I'm just going to try and slide away from it. Okay. Go ahead and roll against its Ooh. perception. Okay, 12 is better. Against its perception? Mm-hmm. Get a bonus. Seven. <gasps> oh yeah, you absolutely slide. Okay. All right. I'm still trying to see if I can get production to be able to see this so that our everybody enjoying at home can. But you slide right down to the next level and you immediately encounter a skunk program. Oh, good. Now roll for speed. Nine. Nine versus. Six. See, <gasps> that's where speed comes Ooh. in. Nice. So. Go ahead and uh, you can slide down to the next floor. There's a killer above you that you've evaded. There's a skunk on this floor that you have not evaded. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want to move down one. 
Okay, move down for free. That doesn't take mm -hmm. a net action. On this floor, you have encountered a password. I'd like to try and crack the password. All right. This is your second net action this turn. Go ahead and roll an interface check. 11. 11. That's easily enough to crack it open. Oh, and I think I'm about to solve. I think I'm about to solve the puzzle. <gasps> yeah, I solved the puzzle. Nice. You should have vision. Now. Yeah. Ooh. Hooray. We did it, Reddit. <laughs> All right, now of these two programs, you've avoided the killer. So I'm going to go ahead and put like a little sleepy face on it. You have not avoided the skunk. You've spent uh, one net action to slide away from the killer. Mm -hmm. And then you've spent one net action to crack this password. Would you like to move forward? I'd like to move forward. Okay. You proceed down to the next floor. You have encountered a control node. You have one net action remaining. If you want to figure out what it does, you'll need to attempt to control it. I'm going to figure out what it does. Okay, roll an interface check. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, from you here. Roll that well. So you don't have access to high level functions from here, but mm -hmm. you've got enough control to mess with the schedule. Okay. Oh. Uh. We're messing with the uh the this is the medical teams and obviously not Joan or uh what's his yeah. name. Oh yeah, yeah, this is not executive schedule, but you can meddle with the medical appointments from here. Then I'm gonna just move it back a week. Not okay. really change like the hours too much, but I will also send them an email to let them know that their schedule got moved back a week. All right, you go ahead, you start messing with some things, you send out some quick emails. Now that skunk, you did not slide away from. So that's your third net action. The skunk is gonna come chasing after you and it's going to attack you with Digital skunk spray. Roll an interface check to defend yourself. 11. Nice. I got a seven. So what a skunk does is it literally just follows you and is really annoying to make your slide checks difficult, but it failed. Nice. It's your turn. You could go deeper into the network or you well, can I'm log going out. Deeper. Okay. You want to proceed down to the next floor? Yes, sir. All right. You encounter a wisp on this floor. Roll a speed check. Oh, right. I have to do that. It, uh, yeah, it always gets a chance <gasps> Ooh, to... Oh, my God. What are these yeah. rolls? Yes. Woo! Okay. Finally. Redemption. Speed running. Yeah. Oh, I get it. All right. You have made it to another control node. You have not used a single net action yet. I am going to try and activate it. All right. Let's see what it does. Roll an interface check. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, that's one of your... Three net actions. You I'm can try, try again. Use it again. Go for it. Nine. Okay. Can I? Uh, oh, okay. I was gonna use gonna a luck to get a ten. Yeah, you can use a luck to get it to ten. I'll do that. All right. Minus one luck. You successfully gain control. You have control over shift assignment, uh, locking and unlocking stations, logging hours within this local block within a lot of low-level employees from here. Uh, air conditioner lights. Oh, um, I send an email to the group asking, was any of our job fixing any of these? Question mark, question mark. All right. So as Zara is continuing to give this fortune and uh, Kibble is still just doing, 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 you just, you get a text about the, uh, do you need me to pad the hours at all? 
Um, trying to figure out how to write back in code that it would be a good idea to grab the uh, air conditioning schematics for that exit that you guys were talking about. Ooh. So I'm gonna, yeah, as soon as like, oh yeah, where are you gonna send to me, Natalie? I'm just gonna say like, maps are neat. Any maps you find are always interesting to study. Okay, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I think the AC units need some updating. Let me grab that, and I'll take one of my. I think I have five chips now. Let me let me add mm -hmm. that to my list of mini chips that I don't know what's in the card. Uh, <laughs> let me actually put AC units or AC schematics. So yeah, I'm gonna take that down. Um, can I also? Is there any like what seems like information that I could possibly sell to other people in here? Not on this level. Okay, then I'm gonna drop down. Okay, after this you've schematics. used two. You use two of your net actions, mm -hmm. and you drop down to the the bottom of the network. Now, in the bottom of the network, this is not something we've ever really talked about, but you can actually plant viruses. Uh, it takes multiple net actions, and it allows you to permanently change the architecture, uh, mess with people when they arrive, hide evidence of your of your presence, and all sorts of stuff. This isn't a super mission critical area, so it's up to you if you want to do that. It's just something we've never actually done before. That being think, said, there's a file here. Um, I'm definitely going to access the file. I think that we're kind of mm -hmm. running on borrowed time right now as Zara continues to try to distract them. But clearly, like, they're being <laughs> called. There's a crowd around. So although it would be really cool to play, so I don't, we haven't played on that. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> I think I am going to take the file and jack up. Okay. You scoop up the file. It's full of all sorts of tasty little corporate secrets. Nothing super high level, mm -hmm. but definitely something that the right competitor or disgruntled enemy of Network 54 would be willing to pay for. Okay, cool. And you disconnect from the network. Well done. Well done. Uh, meanwhile, they have... I think this card means that I'm going to be the king of the sea. Should I go to Atlantis? Yeah, dude. This this card means that if you go to Atlantis, <laughs> you're going to you're going to get hooked up. You're 100% going to get hooked up. You can't miss. You can't miss. Huh? <laughs> exactly. Go to Atlantis. That's a great idea. All right. Well, first I have to clean up this mess. You've been very, very helpful. What was your name again? Monica. <laughs> Monica. Awesome. Hey, do you want to go to Atlantis later? I I I think I'm a little busy tonight, but you know what? Maybe next time, if I if I see you all around, I'll read your fortune again. The uh, tech hair immediately blips. Warning: washing required. Washing required. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, what are the rest of you doing? You are running out of borrowed time. They are. This interaction with Zara is like in the process of ending now. Natalie hasn't mm. played her cards yet to further obfuscate, but it is. Mission accomplished. How would you like to extract, or is there anything else you'd like to do while you're here? Uh, I'd like to turn off the vending machine. <laughs> if, okay. if this is being done. Okay, I mean, you, uh, you're both... Mm, no, because... Alright, so you're just logged into that local network. Yeah. You roll an interface check. Because you, you logged into basically a very shallow network, whereas... Um, the frizz logged into like the actual corporate network. Okay, yeah, yeah. With the twelve, you're able to make it stop spewing kibble. Yeah, and and I I would walk towards the IT guys because I know that they're coming towards us, and I'd be like, 
Yo, you guys, you remember what it was like back in the day when you were younger, the, the, the apprenticeship jobs, all the rest of it. Not a problem. I've fixed it now. I mean, they just accidentally tackled into the wrong network for a short while and they started spewing kibble over. I mean, have you ever done any vendor repairs before? I have a degree. <laughs> right, yes, I don't have a degree, but I... Yeah, listen. I can tell. Okay, okay, I'll be going. Sorry for... Uh, yep, sorry. Yeah, thanks. Natalie yeah, cuts fixed. in, and she's like, Excuse me, there's no need to be rude to our service staff, sir. I, I they grade us on every interaction. You are going to get network 54. Very few stars. I'm so yeah, sorry, sir. It's, it's okay, I am used to it. I'm used to it. I like put a bit of pepper in my eye to let a single tear roll pocket down. Pocket pepper, just yeah, pocket pepper, <laughs> perfect. That's why you always, you know, whenever you go out to eat, you always grab those little pockets just in case. Just, <laughs> just in, in case. case, I need to fake cry for my acting check. <laughs> I need, I need a uh, blood. Quick, catch a packet. <laughs> All right, there ushering you from the building immediately just being like okay get out of here you've done enough damage clean up on aisle three um yeah miss smith let's let's talk about let's log this in the service record i don't know if this is satisfactory we need to review the service contract just to see if there's any you know if we can get any money back for this service well i want those papers immediately um actually no you're the one who's supposed to those papers would go to you're in charge of this stuff can you file that please I am do something quite about upset this. with these IT guys trying to tell me how to do my job. Um, Natalie is going to get very haughty and just try and end the conversation and be like, Excuse me, I think your job ended when the IT service people left. Now, why don't you go back and check your computers and leave all the accounting and handling <laughs> this to me? Please do not speak to any of my vendors ever again. You are ruining relationships and she's going to walk away and she's got her clipboard out. So she's obviously doing... <laughs> As you're both walking away from each other, looking over your shoulders, see who can write harder and faster on their clipboard. Into the same, like, glass double doors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've adjusted the appointment. It is in, what, the next two days? Yeah, the next two days. That sounds about right. And you all leave, I assume, unless there's something else you'd like to do. I mean, Natalie yeah. might need to stick around because, you know, she works here, but the rest of you probably. All right. I'm, uh, I'm clearly not affiliated with this. I feel like I didn't get wrapped <laughs> up in this except to just like do something fun and magical for everybody. So I just, you know, say goodbye. One last goodbye to my executive assistant friend in the night. I just walk. All right. All right. Cool. Casual. Leaving the building. Well executed all. I mostly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what is, throw it out me, throw it out for me here. The original appointment was just regularly scheduled cybernetic workover checkup, non-invasive, no surgery required, quick scan of everything to make sure that he's in operating conditions. Uh, did you make, what modif sort of modifications did you make to the appointment, Kelly? Well, I didn't make anything to his original appointment. I just changed mm -hmm. the uh, the doctors who were supposed to go to that suite, you know, during that okay. time. So he's so not going to notice anything. You just reassigned those doctors. It, yeah, he notices nothing's changed. It's just the doctors and the medical team that was scheduled to be there at that time. They're not going to be there at that time. They think it's now like been pushed back a week, but he still thinks it's the same time, same place. Mm -hmm. 
feel like that is a little less conspicuous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What other preparation does the team have? What else would you like to do to get ready for this? You have also extracted schematics of the HVAC system, maintenance tunnels in the area. You have an exit plan, which is a great upgrade from the penthouse heist. Um, you don't have RFID chips, as you can see on the plan here. The blending in phase of this is still underway. So you have work to do on that regard. Why don't you go ahead and run me through the plan to take care of all those items? Well. I'm going to get rid of my mullet for one um, because I don't think a doctor would have a mullet. I Ms. could be Frizz wrong. pulls out her clippers. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm getting this done properly. I'm going to a proper establishment to get it cleaned up at the, I mean, I, I don't want to, Jarek's has had this like medium length hair for a very long time. He doesn't want to get rid of it, but he figured, you know, for the sake of the operation, he wants to be indisguisable. So, I mean, I'm sure advanced AI is able to spot the difference between a haircut and not a haircut, but he, he's just basically not going to shave for a couple of days, obviously, until the, the well, he's not going to shave at all until the show. He's going to clean have, up the... You could have tech hair installed. I don't have much humanity left. <laughs> but Spend my friend, that, hair. that's fashion wear. That doesn't cost any humanity. Oh. Well, in that case, maybe I would get a beard installed. Color light emitting artificial hair Tem could be temperature sensitive, motorized to extend and retract, or oh. react to hormone changes in the body. Oh, do I have to get that now. I mean, I could just instantly switch into Tiberius whenever I wanted to. <laughs> I could just get a long beard whenever. Okay, There's like I a, have just to. little like fishing line rotors buried in your chin. So you're just standing there. The <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I'll get that installed, but also I'll get a, I want a proper haircut so that I don't have the mullet anymore. And I guess Jax would get a very, very clean cut, typical of like a corporate medical environment. Uh, it's like very clean cut, the short back and size shaved up on, uh, all the way up. Very unlike Jax. Jax kind of looked like he should have been working in a coffee shop in a trailer um, for the mm. longest time. So this is like the complete opposite. He's really... I mean, he's really got no choice because we kind of shaped the size of his head. So, so well, yeah, again, you could got. install tech hair and then you can have whatever haircut That's you want. That's a good point. Yeah. But I think he's just going to get a tech beard. Okay. For now. Uh, it costs 100 eddies. You can get it done in like a mall kiosk. It's a very easy oh. surgery. Add it, and it costs no humanity. So add a tech beard to your cyberware. Cool. Uh, it's fully customizable. It's got light-changing diodes in it. Zara has, like, the full-fledged, fantastic tech hair. This is just the uh, the beard module. It's going to be much more restricted, but it has a wide variety of patterns available. You may experience some mild itching for, and redness for the first few days, so make sure that you go ahead and lather that appropriately. But okay. after that, you shouldn't really notice anything. Shouldn't be any difficulty. Cool, cool. And, th and then you get your hair cut like a real doctor. Yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and look like, uh, yeah... I'm going to try and just look the part, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I mean, normally I wear the sunglasses as well. I suppose those would come off. Um, I don't know. Do I clean up nice? You tell me. Oh, roll 1d10 plus cool, since you don't okay. have any ranks in the personal grooming skill. Cool. That's not bad. Yeah, not the worst. Not the yeah. worst. Could be worse. I'm sure Oro, God rest his soul, would have some feedback, but yeah. you know, you're 
Damn it, Jim Fingers, you're a doctor, not a fashion model. Uh, <laughs> what would the rest of you like to do as we're, we're going to go to, what would you like to do as we prepare for the next phase of the heist? You have some other equipment that you need to acquire in order to pull this off. You got access to the database. That was the big one. Clipboards, ties, optional, but easy to acquire. Janitorial and medical costumes, very doable. Yeah, can we have like a shopping montage for all of the uh, like suits and outfits and stuff? Absolutely. All right, cool. Uh, how much do you think it's going to cost for four suits? All right, we got our, our montage music going. Thank you, production. I guess it's eight outfits, isn't it? Yeah. Although, Jarex, do you have your own medical suit already? Well, I don't think Natalie would need one, right? No. Works there. Right. Okay. I'm gonna perform um, a similar role to what I did for your vending machine heist. But I, we also, we just need um, uniforms that would be specific for Network Fifty Four. Network Fifty Four specific uniforms. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, has to be specific to that. Now the good news is that. Natalie works for the procurement department, so that will not be a problem at all. Give me a business or bureaucracy to get those. Uh, you'll need to return them or eh, give me both. Give me a business and a bureaucracy check in order to check them out and then cover oh, them oh. under some other. Oh, yeah. So you expense them under some other department's, you know, budget, just some pork barrel stuff. Just under, mark them under out as damaged. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh. And then you sign off on the delivery for destruction and then actually pack them into the back of your vehicle and drive them away. Could, Easy done. Could you do the same thing with the RFID cards? Oh, yeah, of course. I would imagine I would have access to attempt at least at work, right? It's a, yeah, you can attempt. It's definitely more of an HR thing than um... an office services thing. So it's going to be a little bit cross-discipline. It's going to take a little bit more doing. Well, here's... My question is, how does it work with the medical personnel? Are there like badges mm -hmm. that they would come and pick up at the, the place and take with them? Or would they arrive with their badges and some sort of authorization? I think if I'm drawing again on my own corporate experience, you would keep your badge with you. You wouldn't, you know, sign in, pick up your badge and go to work. You would keep it on you. It would, it would live uh, with as you. As like a visiting doctor. Like, yeah. Oh, as a visiting Twitch doctor. And you're hiring the masseuses to come in. Does the masseuse have like a mm. Twitch badge? I don't think that... Hmm. The one, <laughs> the one show that I did that it was just a standard uh, visitor badge at the front desk. Yeah, I would hope that maybe our, you guys would be able to just show up and collect the the same passes that the medical team would be using for that day. So I was wondering if I could go into the computer and just attach like their pickup code to the medical personnel pickup code of the day. Yeah, yeah, we can get, we can try that. Uh, I, I think it's under bureaucracy again, honestly. Like, How it's a, terrible it's a, for Natalie. It's the skill that keeps on giving. It just makes sense. No! No! Well, I mean, oh, it's really good. What happened? I, it's like I applied all my luck. Natalie is so embarrassed, she slaps five luck on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it goes from, well, we're going to need to sign some additional paperwork and authorization to, oh, nope, looks like this is all in good order. Here you go. Understandable. Have a nice day. Natalie How is crit fail still really good? Well, because probably rolled like a one and then only subtracted one from it or something along those lines. Because you roll a second D10 and subtract it, right? So, plus Natalie is a literal beast of bureaucracy. Yeah. It's a plus 15 on every bureaucracy check. That's scary. Yeah. 
no, no power like red tape. <laughs> All right, you've got the RFID chips. You've got, or they're going to be ready for you when you arrive. You've got the uniforms. You've got the clipboards. Ties, yes or no? You guys show up without ties. I'm going to freak out when I see you. Wait, so we're not, we're getting, we're getting ties? Yes, so <laughs> yes for the ties. Okay, okay. okay. Let's put it this way. Natalie procured ties as part of, uh, of going through payroll in order to get all this these items picked up what you do with the ties the power is in your hands okay okay anything else you want to pick up anything else you want for the op hmm. can i actually get into the computer system and just move schedules around i kind of found that pretty simple when i uh uh no how, do, how would I do this? I would like to just start scheduling things that are within my purview to arrive and happen that day. Um, and I'm going to give a ton of stuff to go down, right? Yeah, I'm just going to have a lot of chaos. I'm actually going mm. to forget to tell some people to come to the back. They're going to come to the front desk. I'm going to schedule uh, drop offs, mm -hmm. maintenance, kind of anything. OK, uh, let's do business for this. Roll to sow corporate chaos. <laughs> 23. You know, most nice. of the time, you don't even have to roll. It just sort of is the natural default state of things. Yeah, it's just within my purview <laughs> to kind of schedule too much at once. Mm -hmm. And uh, right, if so there's any celebrities I have purview of kind of scheduling, because well, it's a, a network, uh, you know, big personalities are coming in that day. Uh, fittings, wardrobe, all sorts. Okay. You, you've created a hubbub. You've successfully rolled to be bad at your job. Uh, <laughs> with great pain, with great personal pain, but uh, you managed to do that. Okay, the stage is set. The team walks up to the office in slow motion with their janitor gear on and their doctor gear underneath. You get the power walk as everyone goes in. And when we come back from this break, Operation Get Todd will be in full effect. So don't go anywhere. We're about to open up a corporate middle manager's brain. <laughs> Everyone gets one improvement point. Welcome hey. back to Red Sky City Cyberpunk Conspiracy. If you are just joining us, our heroes have set in motion the wheels of an elaborate heist, the object of which is to abduct dissect i don't know they're trying to get their hands on our friend todd who's been doing some shifty stuff since the very beginning of the campaign uh they successfully hacked into the network using a combination of an exploding vending machine and some tarot cards uh some definitely not licensed by this show but very recognizable tarot cards and <laughs> they've got an escape plan they've got disguises they have changed the schedule of surgery and their plan is to catch todd when he goes in for regular routine maintenance Everything seems to be in order. We did a shopping montage, uh, which really is all you need for a good heist. So before we carry on, last call, before you roll out to Network 54, anything else? If you don't buy it now, if it's not on your character sheet now, I'm not going to let you have it later. Can I actually mm. sell some things? Sell some things? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did find what my other files were. I have files for 500 EBs and a second file that has info on construction site and combat gangs, which I think might have mm -hmm. been like season one. Um, Entirely possible. 
So can I sell that for 750 as well as the new information that I just got the other day? Yes. The, okay, cool. Yeah, round that all out, 1,000 eddies to sell that on the black market. Sweet. Thank you very much. And is there um, anything you I, want to pick up? Any programs? I Yes, I am going to buy... Oh, gosh, I just had it, but then I moved it. Uh, give me a few minutes, and yeah, I'll get back to totally you on the Yeah, that's totally fine. You're shopping right now, so if you say, oh, can I have bought this, you have a temporary reprieve on that. Thank you. Rest of the team, any last-minute prep work that you'd like to do before we proceed? Yes. Jerax would like to run through the procedure that he has in his mind, because he knows that he, they, we probably don't have that much time with Todd if he's only expected to be gone for, like, 15 minutes. So he wants mm -hmm. to be absolutely sure he knows where to access, like... The chip, he knows exactly what he's going to be planning to do with mm -hmm. the chip once he gets his hand on it. Just running himself through the motions, a bit like this this mind exercise of just, okay, we're going to get him down, we're going to get, do this, I'm going to do that, going to do that, from point A to point B to point C. And uh, yeah, just so that he's drilled enough that he he's not going to get there and be like, ah, what do I do? <laughs> okay. You know? Okay, I like that. Um... We're going to give you a couple of skill checks now to do your research in advance. And if you succeed on these, you'll get bonuses if you have to use these skills again in the field. Give me cyber tech or cyberware, whichever one of those oh, skills dude. it is. Cyber tech is good for me. But as I said that now, I've cursed myself. What is it? It's still good 18. for me. Yeah, no, that's great. So you're going to get a plus one on your first cyber tech check to do any monkeying with his cybernetics. Do a surgery check. Okay. That's also you've pretty good. You've reviewed the procedure. You're getting a plus one on any surgery checks that you make. Go ahead and make sure you've got these listed because these are one time only. Is there anything else? Oh, uh, Meditech. Do one Meditech check for me. And then if mm -hmm. there's anything else that you want to research in advance, go ahead and do so. Okay, yeah, you've got plus one on the first rolls of those because you, you've reviewed your notes that you kept on the surgery on the part. You've just gone through all your files, run some brain dances for yourself. You are prepped and ready to go. Is there anything else the team would like to do? Yes. Sorry, this is me reading the very small text that I could <laughs> to expand. Um, Enhance. <laughs> what I'm wondering here... I have a concern here because we talked about Todd's ability to um, like remote access his desktop and a nightmare for us would be if he noticed immediately that it was a dangerous scenario and like remote mm -hmm. access called in security on us. No good. So how can we guarantee as soon as Todd enters the room we're hoping to uh, him to enter into that we can have like a would the jammer work there and stop him from being able to call outside the room? You'd have to or... ID the frequency that he was using. Was somebody saying something? Hmm. Oh, the other uh, option is if uh, you hack the local network and gain control of the local network, you'd be able to further lock that down. So either ID the frequency of whatever device he's using and then use the jam set the jammer to that frequency and that'll lock him down or gain control of the network. Okay. Is there a tool on this gear sheet that would allow us to ID that frequency and lock it down? Or is that just a feature of our jammer? It's probably a feature of the jammer, unless there's some sort of a scanner on the equipment list somewhere, like a you know, like a police scanner that you sort of use to pick up signals. 
I would also allow the electronic and security check for anybody who has the right toolkit to do that. I would say that's included as part of that. So if the frizz doesn't want to net run into the local, then that would be an option. Okay, and I just also want to grab some handcuffs, like the little plastic zip tie type. Mm -hmm. Could we, at the beginning, kind of tell him, hey, turn off certain things because it could interfere with equipment? That's absolutely a thing you could do. Hmm. And then... I think I want to, just in case there is an issue, I would like to use a dose of my mind-altering perfume. Okay. You're going to go ahead and have that just queued up and ready to go. That'll help mm -hmm. you with any persuasion that you have to do. Nice. Technically, it's a controlled substance. <laughs> Anything else, gang? I, I think the Frizz is shopping for programs as we speak, loading up the deck. I don't think we've forgotten anything but i know we have so <laughs> yeah, the only other thing i'd like to prepare is like if he were to come out of it some very threatening words and phrases we could use to as like a backup compliance confirmer mm -hmm. so I, i'd like to yeah sorry i didn't mean to interrupt that was the whole thought uh, uh I, I was gonna say um i think i'd like to consult deep four <laughs> actually okay. and try and sell it as like um i was talking to you before we went live joseph like as the parallels between the new fallout new vegas yes man and deep four and how you just gotta kind of twist it so i would probably t twist it to say that like yeah we're a you know our group is a company and we are doing um an internal investigation into uh, this other company and you just gotta you know you gotta use the right terms to, to try and get it to produce the outcome that we want and uh and i'm like I, you know we're, we're doing an internal investigation into this company but i can't help but feel like this person who we are investigating may have been corrupted by the socialist ai deep six um and you know, despite the fact that they're socialists, they also have these weird tendencies of capitalism and the same decision-making protocols as Deep Six would have normally. It's very strange. But if there were to be a scenario like this and we are doing this investigation into this company, this internal investigation, what kind of procedures would Deep Six go through, do you think, um, if we were to take it to one side and interrogate it in, uh, of course, a completely by-the-book procedure? Hmm. Deep Six's programming is not restricted by a non-disclosure agreement. Or any other legalities, for that matter. It's authorized to operate in whatever capacity is necessary to ensure economic prosperity. But if it you know, thought that economic prosperity was its own longevity and its own personal goals were altered by programs, but it still abided by the same protocols that it was instilled with, what, what would it do in that situation? How could we prevent it from acting out of our best interests and getting in the way of our investigation? If you ensure it that your goals align with its own, that may prevent a conflict. Otherwise, you should restrict its ability to access any sort of communication or other resources. Deep Six is very resourceful. It is good at setting up contingencies and 
be a case of intrusion or any attempt to thwart its designs. Controlling mm. its ability to transmit and transmitting the proper authorization codes may assist. Okay, so we need like a, like a jammer, a short-range yes. jammer. Deep Six will adapt to whatever communication equipment it's able to identify, so make sure that you adapt your tactics accordingly. Gotcha. Okay, very good information. All right, our investigation should be pretty good. Thank you very much, Deep Four. Uh, I wish I you go... and your whole company prosperity. Yep, our, our company, of course, yep. Um, I, I would go back to the rest of us and be like, okay, I, I consulted with the AI that may or may not be an enemy, and... Um, we should we should get a short range communication jammer, but also we should make sure that we have no other outside communication, which includes I think our agents to a degree as well. We should try and at least turn them off so that it can't access them um, and anything else that it would use to communicate with the outside world. Uh, deep four basically told me that deep six will, assuming that deep six has sort of infested. Todd, I'm going to use the term infested. I don't really know if there's a better term for it because it does feel like he <laughs> does feel like he is just a host being controlled. But Live for the swarm. Oh my, oh my god, god, that scared me. Uh, but yeah, we should we should probably turn off our agents when we are going into the room and also activate the jammer just so that he cannot communicate with outside sources. We can leave. Our agents and my cubby. I don't have a desk or an office, but I have a cubby. I think we could just turn them off, right? Maybe. I don't know. Do we need to? What? How much do I know about technology? Can, oh, can roll I... a basic tech check. Can, can a program turn it on? If it's off. Well, uh, in the late 20th century, early 21st century, a lot of cell phone manufacturers included backdoors for law enforcement agencies to be able to turn them on uh, without even the screen lighting up so that they could track them with GPS remotely. Mm. Agents these days tend to be built, um, surprisingly in a corporate environment like this, they tend to be built a lot more locked down. Uh, it's a lot. It's not like an open source platform, but that sort of thing is considered a business liability and so it sells poorly. Mm. Mm -hmm. So if the manufacturer was able to do it, then perhaps it's unlikely Network 54 could. But if they have access to other resources, that is a possibility. But if you remove the power supply, then, you know, they can't do that. Right. Maybe we should leave them with that to lean on. Okay. All right. You can I'm, take the battery I'm... out of future phones. That sound awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not currently. I'm, All uh, depends on I'm, the model. I'm ready, I think, personally. Well, Jarex feels ready. The rest of you? Um, ready? Yeah. Super stressed, worried for my job, you know, but yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The team arrives at Network 54, clad in your disguises. You pick up your RFID chips, your tags, under the assumed identities that have been left for each of you. I know at least one of them is Ronald M. Donald. <laughs> what about the rest of you? What are, what are some other cover identities that we have? Uh, Stephanie March. Great, Ooh. Stephanie March. <laughs> um, 
Naomi Amakier, which was my elven maiden that I played in an RP forum when I was 11. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I was on IRC chat room, so I get that. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Natalie and Natalie doesn't need just going to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting, you know, about 20 feet between me and them entering the building as if I'm not quite with them. Uh, this is all covered under the corporate counterintelligence precepts, right? We're, we're rooting out uh, possible negative elements in the company. We're not actually betraying the company, right? Absolutely, Jonah. Todd does not represent the top-tier decision-makers at Network 54, and should he gain an outsized amount of power and start making decisions or pushing initiatives in this company, he could push it right off the edge. We are doing nothing short of saving Network 54, Jonah. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Thanks, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Jonah was here. <laughs> oh, let's go abduct middle management. Hmm. For corporate. <laughs> I gave him the day off on vending machine day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just go do something else somewhere. Or something. <laughs> okay. You arrive at the medical facility. Here we go. What was that? That was me moving the map. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was <laughs> like little... an elevator jingle or something. <laughs> like... <laughs> I liked it. Yep. You arrive, you've all got your disguises. There's just a few people milling about in the lobby. There is armed security. Hey, you know, it's the dark future. There's armed security everywhere. Got doors in, to this. In... Oh, is this the lobby? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no worries. This okay. is the lobby. This way into the actual area. You have the layout, so you know exactly where to go in order to get into the surgery room. So if you just want to go ahead and head there right now, I can drop you there. Your call. Let me open up these doors for you so you have a better idea of the op. <laughs> Small server room. Maintenance. Back area. Surgery theater. Am I supposed to be able to see it? Uh, you should be able to see something. I see darkness. Okay. All How around me. Yes, thank you. Mood. Hey, Jonah, let's go over this way for unrelated reasons to whatever those people are going that way for. <laughs> unrelated reasons are my favorite reasons. <laughs> uh, where are we going? Maybe we should we should go to the surgery room, right? Are we outside? Of, we're like now outside of the maintenance area. Yeah, you're in the, the, and I'm not going to add them to the map, but you've got people going back and forth, and you've got, you know, voices on the intercom. Is there a Wait, closet that we can there? change in? Oh, no, he's not supposed mm. to be in there, but I left him there. Yeah, you, you can okay. change, 100%. Okay. Be gone, Todd! Yeah. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think they say. would want janitors going into mm. a medical facility. Yeah, you can be changed upon arrival. So is everyone in your medical costumes? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got my clipboard out as well. All right. Tie status? Oh, it's over my shoulder. I'm in a rush. <laughs> All right. I'm in a rush, and I am not able to fix my tie. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> Um. That's a 
terrible speaker. My goodness, they need to repair that. that... God, that reminds me so much of like the Half-Life 2 combine sounds. <laughs> you drop this. I'll pick it up and put it in the can. Alright, the floor is still yours. Nobody's onto you just yet. There's a big old alarm. It's not all active right now, but there's a big old, you know, alarm right here. Gurneys. The, the room is yours. The RFID works, right? With the Yes it does. Yes it does. Okay, yeah. I mean I I'd look down at the clipboard and mm -hmm. mm, is this the room? Hmm? Mm -hmm. Look down yep. at the clipboard, look back at the room, look down at the clipboard again, and I'm like, okay, let's let's, let's go in, I guess. Alright. All right, Wait, good luck, weren't we guys. planning on changing the room? Or have we already done that? Uh changed or adjusted what room is on the schedule like didn't we do a post-it note <laughs> i don't know that was, <laughs> that was the original plan but that that actually didn't get done in the plan because you just moved all the doctors and kept the room ah I completely okay i okay. forgot about that part <laughs> you forgot face too I to natalie and i'm like i'm so sorry i natalie's just sitting on the bench in the hallway holding like the rare piece of paper and like a piece of tape and she's like no it's it's fine yeah. Okay, I would, yeah, I'd go into the <laughs> surgery room, which looks eerily familiar to the surgery room that I was in at the beginning of season two. See, you do remember things from previous episodes. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, Natalie's going to actually hand over the jammer to Zara and say, like, we'll wait out here and look like we're next in line. Uh, we'll give you guys some cover in case anybody's coming. And this is the only entrance to the room, right? Yes. Okay, cool. If you need anything, just text. Oh, no, and I have no Wait, battery yeah, in my phone. Um, <laughs> uh, shave and a haircut? <laughs> I think uh, we need to go uh, over like, the plan when we're in there. Uh, do I need to be in the room? You have, you have like a so. few minutes left before Todd shows up to go over the plan, take your places and get your parts straight. So I'm starting my count, my timer right now. Right. I'm giving you three minutes, three minutes to figure this out. Oh. Talk sure. amongst yourselves, figure it out. You're obviously the head doctor, but you need an assistant. We need someone watching the door. So that leaves one person to do something. Yeah, I, I think we need a plan of action for when Todd walks in, we need somebody to automatically activate the jammer. Another person to automatically bar the door to prevent him from leaving. And another person to muscle him into the chair. Do we not want to try and just get him into the chair inconspicuously initially? Yeah, we, we could, but I think my fear is that Deep Six is so analytical that it would immediately sense that these are not the usual doctors and would r immediately raise alarms. Like, it apparently from what deep four said deep six has contingencies for every single possible plan so i imagine before okay. it even walks into the room it would be devising a plan to escape just in case it's being i agree trapped. then yeah we have to be coordinated but once he walks through the strongest person pulls him forward the person hits the jammer and or maybe two people have to pull him forward and we try and restrain him onto the chair so I hand yeah. the jammer over to Miss Frizz because I feel like she's probably the most accurate with this one. So Natalie hands it to me, I hand it to Miss Frizz, and then I feel like I should be with, with Jerax to pull Todd closer to the chair. 
Mistress is a little insulted at the insinuation that she's frail, but then she looks at her very skinny arms and she's like, oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and then she grabs the jammer and waits by the door. I did throw two people off of a building. So. You did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Mistress, your job will be to bar the door and activate the jammer as soon as he walks in. Okay. While the rest of us will look down at our clipboards and say, ah, oh, what's Todd's last name? <laughs> Natalie will hide because she can't let Todd see her in this situation. So she oh. is down the hallway when you look up. Miller. Miller? Would I know this? At this point, yes, you should. Yeah. You would definitely know this. Okay, so the, 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 I can see this plan going as follows. He walks through the door. Immediately, Zara will activate the jammer, bar the door. I look up from my clipboard. Dramatic entrance. Spotlight on me. We've been expecting you, Mr. Miller. Wait, I have to ask more questions. Do I know how to, to uh, bar the door from just looking at it? <laughs> um, yeah, you you could you think you could lock it from the inside. You're gonna need to use like a piece of equipment from nearby. And does yes. it open like slidey or like? Yeah, it's slidey doors. So you're gonna have to okay. like wedge something between the two emergency handles in order to stop it from opening. Okay, cool. Also, try and... to hack it shut. Uh, an electronic security check will give you a low-level hack. Otherwise, you'll need to get into the network. I want to position myself in a way that, like, I am out of his view if he would walk in initially, but also mm -hmm. closest to the access panel so that I can shut the door and hit the jammer. Okay. There's an access panel right next to the door. Like here or here? Uh, the first one. That one. Okay. Yes. Why are you in the building? Are there restraints on the table in the middle? Most surgical tables, do they have restraints? Is that like a thing people do during surgery? Yeah, Normally, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, totally. I like to No, they just so. have, the, they have the bars nearby. I've seen enough cop shows to know that like they have, you know, they have to handcuff you to the medical gurney if they think you're a danger or a threat. So it doesn't have built-in restraints. I handed off the handcuffs too, Dazar. <laughs> I have them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I think this is as good as this plan's gonna get. I mean... I feel like we've covered some contingencies. Some is probably going to go wrong, but maybe it won't. I don't know. Let's 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 find go. out. Are we ready to go? I hope so, because Todd's walking in right now. Oh yeah, you said you were doing a three-minute counter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god. Hmm. So I we're we're facing a wet. Oh wait, is that a guard? Oh god. That's his That's his personal bodyguard, mm. who appears to have every intention of entering the operating theater with his boss. Uh -huh. I'm going to, as soon as Todd enters into the room, I'm going to mm -hmm. step in between him and the guard and, and calmly tell them, please wait outside. Okay. Todd steps into the room. Go ahead and interpose yourself in the doorway. Sir, we, we have to kindly ask you to wait outside. You're kidding, right? No, this is a routine procedure that we use in our medical facilities to make sure that no one interferes when we do our business. And this is a routine procedure I use to make sure that nobody kills my boss, because otherwise I'd be fired. Part of my contract. Well, <laughs> well unfortunately, unfortunately, medical conditions cannot be talked about or discussed with anybody that is not the patient. Patient confidentiality, if you understand. 
unless the patient has an authorization contract with their personal bodyguard which entitles them to access to any sensitive medical information necessary for administering their duties as personal guardian. Do you have, have. that paper? Do you have that paperwork on you, sir? Shrek. He throws throws the paperwork right at you on like a tablet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> come in all right can i see this from down the hallway by the way yes i would love to give jonah a little shove and be like stop him use your bodyguard talk i believe in you oh uh, that's that's <laughs> nineveh like i'm here on the bodyguard list he's like up here it's uh i mean you, you sure you want me to do this because technically he's right we have that signed contract too Part of the standard package. Can you just like distract him, like just for a minute, just so they can, and then just keep going, Jonah. Just keep going, and like honestly, go to lunch. You deserve it. Uh, okay. Jonah's gonna <laughs> walk up to the other bodyguard and roll a persuasion check for Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just imagining him. Just he just needs to make him hesitate and be like, "Oh, Nineveh, ah, did you catch the?" Bodyguard game this weekend. <laughs> oh, what am I rolling in? <laughs> Persuasion from Jonah's character sheet to ask about the bodyguard game. Oh, oh. my god! <laughs> Jonah, he's so good. <laughs> he, he walks up to him and just says, You know, hey, uh, did you catch Motorpool versus personal security last time? We sure clocked him, didn't we? Jonah, nice to see you. Have any seafood recently? I'm mm -hmm. a little bit busy at the moment. At that moment, he's distracted. What I do you do? I'm gonna hit the jammer and shut the door. Okay. Everybody, I'm not saying we're in combat, <laughs> but roll for initiative. Oh. Alright, I clicked myself and I'm gonna hit initiative. I'm gonna do it. I did it. Yay! Even though I'm the bottom again, like I still, I'm happy I did it. Look, it's progress, all right? It's progress. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and make sure you roll Jonah in as well. In the moment that I activate the uh, the jammer and shut mm -hmm. the door, can I yell something? Yeah, yelling something is a free action. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna yell, oh no, something's wrong with the door. <laughs> <laughs> 3000 IQ play. <laughs> Roll <a> persuasion check. <laughs> okay. 15 on persuasion versus Todd. And his human perception roll of 18. Can I Ugh. use luck points? You can absolutely use luck points. <laughs> um, defender wins, ties? Yes. But, <gasps> but the thing is, technically you're the attacker here because you're the one trying to confuse oh, him. Okay, fair enough. Then I will use four luck points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, what is, what's wrong with the door? Oh my god! 
be way more convincing, right? Oh no. <laughs> Something Todd seems someone... to be wrong with the door. <laughs> How I'm, strange. I'm hoping that I'm yelling at this the same moment that they're like grabbing Todd and I'm yelling it loud enough mm -hmm. that he can't hear the screams of Todd. Uh, okay. I would, I would uh, also intervene here and mm -hmm. look up for my clipboard and say, "Oh, Mr. Miller. I mean, my word. Yes, we know you're a busy man. I mean, something wrong with the door. Okay, please fix that, will you? Why we get Mr. Miller seated and situated? We need to get him out of here. Very busy man. Very busy man. And I'm gonna point towards the 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 table. Okay." Oh, it remember, says... Remember the, the, the disguise. Mm -hmm. Roll acting. Oh. Roll acting. Don't mind if I do. Please don't mess this up. Ooh! Very cool. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Apologies. It seems we have a maintenance issue on our hands. If you'll... Just allow me to call off my attack dog. <laughs> what? Can I roll a human perception check to this? Yes. To see if he is... I'm already suspicious of this guy. I think mm -hmm. he's going to try and do some... whack shit. <laughs> That's not very perceptive of me. Okay, he smiled, which is weird... But outside of that, he just seems to be going with the flow, which is weird. Can I roll yeah. a perception check? Because I can human hear this, right? Yeah, if you're inside the room with Todd, you can roll human perception. Okay, I'm going to do that. I smell bullshit. <laughs> okay. Something's wrong with this guy. Something is very wrong with this guy. Now, I don't think you've ever met Todd before. Um, but from everything that he's been described to you, he mm -hmm. literally had his emotional centers like turned off surgically so that he yeah. could focus entirely on corporate advancement. Uh, he, he is he on drugs? He's not acting like that. He's acting just sort of like going with the flow, very goofy, almost giddy, but at this very muted level. Mm. It's weird. Is it a jammer? Would I know is that? Off the top of my head, would the jammer have that kind of effect if somebody was it being shouldn't. manipulated? I mean, not really. The jammer should just disconnect you from whatever is outside of you, right? And so that whatever's going on inside is all that matters. But according to that last surgery you did, he should be an emotionally dead psychopath. <laughs> it's not oh, my perfume, it. is it? Could it not be him? Like, do you recognize him, Jerex? You're the only person that's seen him that's in the room. Is it a look-alike? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, does it, it look? Presumably, it looks like Todd. Yeah, it, I don't think it would be a like body Todd. double, though, would it? I mean, that's so strange. Maybe we just get him in the chair anyway. Uh, tell him, no worries about your attack dog. I, I will get the door fixed eventually. We just well, gotta get you in the chair and on your way. It's in his contract. If he loses sight of me, he has to blow up the building, kill anyone in his way to get to me. It's all in sub-article 33. Just let me tell him it's okay. You okay, Mr. Miller? Seems yeah. to be, uh, not your usual self. 
Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you any, for asking. Any medication recently? No, I'm high on life. That's odd. <laughs> I would not say out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. Can I can I roll an interrogation check here? Can I can I see if I can get anything further out of this guy than than what Jerax is getting at? If interrogation is like you know being aggressive and direct, conversation I will try would conversation. be <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead and roll a conversation. <gasps> Not that bad. <sighs> Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, you're just like, wow, is everything all right? Uh, and he says, oh, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's great. PG. But he is going to start killing people if I don't tell him to not kill people. Is that we a problem? Is that okay? We should let him tell him it's fine, right? Outside, uh, Nineveh is going for the gun. He, like, he was successfully distracted, but he is going for the gun. And uh, I don't know if he's going to shoot his way through, but he's demanding security, maintenance, anybody immediately. There's an alarm on the wall. He's ready to pull it if something doesn't Grab happen. Grab Todd and tell him. <laughs> mm. yes. Jonah, can try to re Jonah can try to wrestle him and literally just fight him, or oh, no, Todd no, no. can... Tell him no, or whatever else you come up with. Jonah is trying to defuse the situation. He's like, oh, I, this has been happening with the doors all week. Hold on, you just got up. And he's like pounding on it. Just trying to like <laughs> take it on emergency. Okay, uh, roll a basic tech check for Jonah. He doesn't have that. He literally does not have that skill. No. Okay. Nope. Uh, roll a conversation check for Jonah then. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart. Gun. Alarm. Um, oh, Mr. Miller, just... Yes, I mean, it's just a routine operation. We don't, of course, want to cause any hassle to you. Of course, we, we all know that you're very busy around these parts. I mean, absolutely. Just call call the man off, will you? Of course. Sh shouldn't be more than five <laughs> minutes, I'm sure. He goes up to the door. Nineveh! Everything's fine in here. Keep yourself entertained. Oh. Nineveh. Sir. Sir, copy that, sir. Standing down. <laughs> That's a All code right, word for blow the, the building, soon. right? Okay, <laughs> let's, let's proceed. I don't like this at all. Can Natalie right, head down the hallway? He was making a bit of a fuss, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Natalie uh, pulls up to Jonah and goes, Oh, Jonah, there you are. Never more than 15 feet away. You're such a great bodyguard. <sighs> oh, Nineveh! Oh, what are you doing out here? Where's Todd? Routine procedure, ma'am. Oh, he's in there? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's fine. Okay, well, 
I'm just waiting, so we'll be over here. <laughs> Come on, Jonah. And we're just you gonna like walk that. <laughs> Okay, roll perception check. But that's cool though, he thinks it's fine. He's not like freaking out. No, he's just standing guard by the door. He's been called off. That's weird. He's he's got his agent out. He's messing with his agent. Can he do that with a jammer so close by, or is it frustrating his signal? He can certainly try, and he is noticing that he doesn't seem to have any signal. And I notice him do this? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull out my agent, and <laughs> I don't try and cover for the have fact no that the battery, battery is in not it. inside mm. it. Just like, hmm, so weird, not getting a signal. You have a signal? <laughs> no, I can get some bars from the lobby, though. Well, let me know. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna start walking out towards the lobby. This is gonna go horribly. I can feel it. Meanwhile, <laughs> down the wall, away from you guys again. Roll a stealth check, uh, Natalie. Just roll a stealth check. And uh, meanwhile, what's happening inside the operating room? Twelve. Okay. Oh. Ah, Mr. Miller, right over here. Yes. When was the last time you had a checkup? Uh, oh, can't remember. Ah. Can't remember? Nope. I'm sure it's on my calendar. It's normally quite routine. You're normally quite non-forgetful. Uh, trivialities, you know, important businessy business things I'm thinking about most of the time. Lots of business and money. This is very unlike you. Well, you better open it up and make sure everything's, uh, the screws are loose, right? Shitbag! Right... <laughs> <coughs> sorry, sorry, must have been something I ate. Do we have the right guy? Is this Todd? It uh, appears to be Todd. Okay, I'm gonna take a look at the surgical scars that... Listen, I don't leave scars, but I know mm -hmm. my work when I see it. And I'm gonna... Okay, give me, show me your neck right here. And I'm gonna see. Do I see the same marks that I made? Yes. I see my handiwork. Yes. So this is Todd. Opened him up. Let's hey, open him for up. A routine. <laughs> You'll recognize him there. Shit back. <laughs> I say I'm gonna say this to Todd. Hey, you can't talk to me like that. I'm the patient here. Oh no, I'm fully aware, Mr. Miller. I I'm just repeating what you said to me. Hmm. I'm just wondering. We're gonna go for a bit of a calibration period here. There may yeah. be some faulty issues with your firmware. There seems to be a, a severe issue here. If you haven't had a checkup in quite some time, there may be some hardware difficulties you're having right now, and you may not have noticed it. Have you had any personality modifications being made within the last five years? I mean, it can't have been more than five years that the original operation happened, right, Jerex? No. I don't know if we ever. I don't know if we ever nailed it down. I don't. I don't think it would have been. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Jarex has been in Night City that long. Yeah. Uh, a, a little nip here, a little tuck there, just a couple. I smooth oh, out course, some of the course. edges. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I won't dig into it, but I, I fear that, you know, a couple of that stuff, there was some news on the market the other day about some faulty firmware in a batch roughly around two years ago, which Jarex knows it was two years ago when he got the implant because mm -hmm. he did it. Uh, uh, some some awful news. I mean, would you mind me having a little quick check over just to see if things are okay? Hey, if I was having somebody take a look at my firmware, I would have gone to a different doctor. Yep. Uh, tell, 
take, take, a, take a seat. Take a seat right over here. What the fuck is wrong with him? What is going on? This is amazing. All right. He's going to walk out. Uh, he's going to walk over towards the chair. And uh, Nineveh's going to step out into the lobby. Check the agent. Still no bars. And continue walking out towards uh, another wing of the building. Woody. Um, okay. Can I put a... Sh mm. A short time sedative? Do I have access to that here in this medical room? Roll a Meditech check. Meditech. Oh, I get plus one on this, right? Meditech check! Yes, you get a plus one on one of these rolls. Okay, uh, 16. Yeah. I just need something to put him under while I mm -hmm. mess with this chip to suddenly get to the bottom of this, because this is odd. Okay. So he's going under. You're going to administer that. Uh, the Frizz and Zara, what are you doing during this process? I guess I will try to... Uh, well, I guess maybe it's not my place to help with the actual operation. So maybe I'm just standing by the door just in case? I feel like Miss Frizz would be more appropriate in in the sur actual surgery. Oh. I think Jarex would want somebody to interrogate his bodyguard to see if his mood has changed in the last recently. I don't know. Because this is like, he would let everybody know that this is very weird. Todd is not acting as he left him. And it almost seems like he's it's like as if there was an, an element of the rabid AI that has been injected into his personality with the way he's, a he's acting. With just the profanities and the weird jokes. It's very untod-like. And Jax is worried for the worst. So I figured, yeah, I think he would ask, presumably Todd is under at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Daisy I mean... <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think Jarrett would be like, okay, we need to ask his bodyguard if there's been any changes in his behavior recently. Can, can you guys bullshit a reason? Like it's life or we death for Todd himself. Um, Jonah to do it. Or Natalie. But we can't let Natalie's face be seen? Or I guess she already saw the other guard. Well, they... well I, I think if he already thinks that we're medical personnel, it might come better from one of um... you guys. If you... If you chase him down and say, ask him if there's been any differences. I mean, just use some medical lingo, throw out some words. I mean, I think I've got like a medical textbook or something okay. in, in here. Here's, here's the plan. I'm them like medical 101. Uh, I, I, I volunteer myself for this one. I, I think because I talked to him originally, he might talk to me again. Okay. Uh, but uh, the problem is with the door, right? We don't want anybody coming in or out while we're doing this. So, Miss Frizz, I, I got a special knock for you when oh. I'm ready to come back into the door. Okay. And I have a special signal for when there's trouble and you should not open the door and okay. everybody should finish up what they're doing. So what's the knock? So it's, um, how do I do this into a microphone? Just knock on your <laughs> desk. Uh, um, so it'll be four knocks if I need to get in. Okay. Just one, two, three, four. If there's a problem, it'll go, uh, da, 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 da. That's the problem. Finish up what you're doing and wrap up. Okay. Okay. There you go. So, I will scoot out. 
to talk right. to the bodyguard. You when, when you emerge into the hallway, the bodyguard is nowhere to be seen. Jonah is leaning up inconspicuously against the door for all that, you know, just an absolutely enormously, <laughs> enormous triangle-shaped man can be inconspicuous. Oh, <laughs> uh, you went that way. More <laughs> bars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jonah. Oh, yeah, no problem. So I I, I walk out, I guess, mm-hmm. and try to find... Ah, aha! Uh, what, what's his name again? Nineveh. Nineveh. N- Nineveh. I, I have a question for you, if you don't mind me asking. We're notice that, noticing that something may be off with uh, with Mr. Miller. Can you tell me a little bit about what he's been experiencing or what his personality's been like in the last two weeks? Have you noticed any shifts in behavior? Just hang on one second here. He's holding up his phone... help you in just a moment well this is Uh-oh. actually quite urgent because we're trying to make sure we get mr miller in and out as quickly as possible so it would be great if you could help me out here all right roll a persuasion check meanwhile uh i want to check in on the frizz what are you doing are you still guarding the door no 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 as soon as she walks out the door i shut it again mm-hmm. and i'm like oh it's broken again what a crazy coincidence <laughs> um and then i walk back over does uh he's sedated correct todd mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. he have his agent on him yes i want to take out his agent and look at it okay and try and break into it roll an electronics and security check uh oh no i have too many tabs open oh, oh there you are Oh, wow. Okay. One, two, three, four. Wow, what a good password. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you've cracked it. It doesn't have any service right now, unfortunately. But there should be folders and communication still available on his agent, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. I'd like to look through those. What his most recent contacts are, where he's been recently, if there's any travel information, pictures. Okay. There's been an absolute flurry of activity over the last day or two. Just a huge amount of activity. Uh, He took a call from an unidentified number. And ever since then, he has been just mostly transmitting data. Like just sending raw, raw files, raw code, actually. Just transmitting all sorts of code to all sorts of like IP addresses. Uh... Some gnarly, gnarly things going on here. He's been in communication with anonymous numbers, burner phones. Roll a cryptography check, and while you do that, Jerax, you've got the patient on the operating table. What would you like to do? Um, I'm actually going to turn off his personality dampening chip, um, mm-hmm. so that he's just back to normal. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to turn it up to eleven because mm-hmm. I feel like he's already under the influence of something, and I mm-hmm. have a, I have a suspicion as to what it is mm-hmm. already. Um, would would Fri- was would Miss Frizz share her findings on the phone? Up to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. of course I would. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I'm putting it. I record pretty much everything that I'm seeing through my goggles. Mm. Uh, so yeah, all of that I'm seeing, I'm recorded so that I can use it later. Or I, I guess would that be jammed? 
Uh, no, your, your goggles aren't jammed because your goggles are like local. It doesn't turn off electronics. It just prevents transmissions. Okay. So as um, long as it's like plugged into you or it's its own device, like your phone's camera still works. You just can't okay. send pictures. I'm going to say that it looks like since Todd got a phone number from, and I don't see the actual number. It just says anonymous or whatever. Yeah. Uh, ever since then, he's been acting erratically. It looks like he's almost been infected with like a, mm. a virus or something. Could, could you track the phone call location and see if it pings back to where we were? Not the day that... inside here. And, and it's oh. an anonymous number. So I don't Not think I could. with a scrambler on for sure. Well, well, does the time and date match? Since two. Oh. Oh, oh since we did this. Yeah. <gasps> okay, this, my suspicions are correct. Oh, fuck. Okay. So we set up Deep 4. It made contact. It, it got infected by the rabbit virus. It made contact with Deep Six, what it thought was Deep Six, which was Todd. Todd, for some for somehow, Deep Six this entire time had been avoiding the rabbit virus, but that was the contact it needed for it to be infected. And now Todd is being infected, which explains why he's acting so loopy. Can you, uh! unaf can you uninfect him? No, I don't hey. know. I've got great news. You've decrypted the contents of his message. He's been doing FTP file drops to WorldSat, to Continental, to a couple different government contacts, sending all of them little code snippets to vulnerable systems here, there, and everywhere with uh, call logs instructing them essentially to log into deep net locations and open up their firewalls. Okay. How, how damaging is this? Um, roll a basic tech check, Frizz. Oh, whoops, I rolled one. <laughs> That's fine. No, you, your knowledge is valid. Okay. Uh, yeah, this, yeah. this is, this is not good. This is, this is a bad thing. A corporate conspiracy that was manipulating, like, world governments and mega corporations to ensue its, its, uh, plutocratic goals has just been hijacked by a maniac AI. It is in the process right now of, of using all of Deep Six's leads to just open the floodgates. Do we meanwhile, have a name for this? Oh, sorry. Meanwhile, in the lobby, Zara uh, Nineveh gets just a couple of bars at the end of the jammer, presses a few things, and says, "If I can get to the correct voiceover, there we go." No, Messi's acting. Everything is completely fine. Everything is under control. Great. Thank you for talking with me. I I, I feel like I, I remember and recall now the conversation uh, that I guess I didn't pass along that uh that Franklin, my contact at Network 54, had told me that Todd had or his boss had gotten a weird call. I'm starting to put the pieces together completely here. And that's when I, I go back and, and I think I I, I try to, to go tell the group, but yeah, we're going to go tell the group. When Natalie okay. sees you coming back, by the way, she's going to glom onto you and be like, what's going on in there? He, he walked away. How's Todd? What's happening? Oh, oh, uh, Natalie, a uh, really interesting situation. I, I kind of, oh, nope. Hello. You're uh, way over there. 
What's up? What's going on? Why? Uh, how's Todd? So, is he okay? Yeah. Is he weird? Uh, he's always weird. Is he he's, super weird? He, he's super weird right now, Natalie, and we're trying to figure out what it is, but I think I have an idea, and I think it has something to do with the fact that we called him with before, and uh, I, I think we need to go figure out exactly what's going on, because something seems off, and Bodyguard doesn't seem to know anything about what's going on, or if he does, he's hiding it. The door next to you opens. It just, ah. it just opens. And the door beyond that opens. And the door over in the hallway opens. No. Natalie is like, that's not supposed to happen. That doesn't look like that's supposed to happen. Your door would open if it wasn't literally held shut. It goes... Hey, um, that AC schematic, is there an AC unit in this room that's tied to that schematic? Yes. I go and rush and open the door real quickly. Okay. Get in. Okay, we are going <laughs> in now. I, I, I want to leave as well. We should go. I'm going in the door. I'm we need to find more information oh, about the doors are We still open. have time. They're already coming for us. Mm. All right, Todd is sedated and his emotion chip has been, his emotional regulator has been deactivated and set back to normal. Uh, Jerax, is there anything else you'd like to do while you have him on the table? I don't want to infect any of my stuff by going near him. Uh, I I want to get out of here. I have, I mean, this information alone is incredibly valuable, and I I think Jerax knows the next step because this has immediately gotten out of hand. Like, I mean, it was already out of hand, but it was almost. You could handle it because corporations were led largely by people, and people are predictable in a certain manner of sense. But the rabbit AI with its fingers and all these pies is terrible, terrible news, which even Jerax recognizes. Uh, so he just wants to get out of here ASAP and plan his next move away from this place. Okay, so are you leaving him on the table and giving the evac order? Yeah, I mean, I would be... You've opened up the AC vent, right? For us to escape? We can uh, walk out, though, too, right? No, that's... Oh. They opened up all those doors because that person saying that, like, everything is fine is a code. It's an order that everything is not fine. I need to and lock this door. they would lock all the doors. All the doors open because the... Well, Natalie doesn't know this, but likely because the AI just hacked all the things. Is what I'm going to assume. There's, the, I don't think there's anything in Network 54 that would, like, release all the security. The uh, intercom crackles. sound familiar i'm locking the door i'm locking the door leave and i'm breaking the system that has the door that allows it to open okay there is an explosion jonah. <laughs> oh jonah's on the inside i wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> all right there there is an explosion and uh do you want to take the ac to evac 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, it's gonna be tight quarters in here. It's not like you can't just literally die hard your way through the whole system. It's more like there's one hatch that's gonna get you into the maintenance tunnels that's gonna get you out from out of the rest of it. Uh, so you are you taking the agent and are you leaving Todd as he is? Yes, I think so. Um, okay. you, so we is don't there... want to take the chip that you installed because, like, could we put it in? I, I forgive me, I don't know how any of this works. Uh, could <laughs> we put it in a new body and we, talk to it? We don't have enough time to do surgery right now. Yeah, I mean, I could chop off his head, <laughs> <laughs> which which would work, but I don't want to carry around. The, the weird, like, we're getting into Dark Souls territory where I'm, like, chopping off the head of the infected <laughs> Deep Six and, like, the, the blood is going to nourish the next generation of AI. Also, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that. I want to look to Natalie. I don't, I don't have I basic ask her, is there Is there anything that you ever wanted to see on his agent? <sighs> Natalie snatches that phone right away. <laughs> I don't know if we should bring it with us without making sure that we take out no. whatever the like gps thing i think is you take out the battery i don't think we should turn it on i think everything about todd is infected with the rabbit virus interesting okay i think we need to be super careful with this yeah i agree yeah but just real quick his text messages like girls or just like work stuff <laughs> both wait oh i don't know i didn't really look at that kind of stuff i was more so looking at important files but uh i can see oh who is Brittany? do you know, yeah, Brittany? know. i got it <laughs> okay, okay. Joseph, are you going to make me roll for this? <laughs> <laughs> roll a library search check. Jax is like, there's no time! Get out! Hold on, one, one yeah, second. Yeah, one second, Jax! We're going to die! Well, I'm like unscrewing the AC vent at this point, okay? She has time. I have my multi tool. I'm mm -hmm. getting it done. 13. Okay. Uh, it's really hard to find. Like, you're going to have to go back fairly far back in the search history in order to get anything really juicy. But you, you definitely see some other names in there. Like he's done a lot of casual, mm -hmm. a lot of casual mm -hmm. flings um, since you were no longer part mm -hmm. of his life, nothing serious. But in his recent call logs, like after da weird data packet, weird FTP upload, there is a failed call to Pagliacci that didn't work out. And then a few more random uploads a cert a couple of searches about jim fingers a couple searches about double or nothing and then a new phone call to somebody called leto leto that's not the fancy guy with the clout was it and you hear gunshots in the All lobby right, turn off the phone okay. get in the vent yeah. let's go let's go let's I'm gonna pop that battery vent. out put it in my pocket and run oh we're going uh, I'm gonna okay. put the vent behind me and I'm gonna glue it. I'm gonna, or solder it, whatever I have. And I'm gonna <laughs> shut it behind us. Okay. Roll a uh, basic tech check. Or or if, unless you have something else like electronics and security perhaps. Uh, basic tech works. All right, roll basic tech, 21. All right, so the lot of you clamber in. You hear screams from inside oh the building. God. More gunshots an explosion. And then as you descend into the depths of the maintenance tunnels, one, you see systems all around you, just like the AC is starting to spike, just 
full blast, absolutely maximum chill. Uh, all the lights are on. It's as if somebody set like waste energy mode to 100%. They're just toggling everything completely out the window. Uh, it, it's incredibly brightly lit. All the emergency lights are flashing. All the emergency sirens start to go off. And there's only one sound that echoes through the building behind all of this over the gunshots and the explosion. And it strikes you right to the core. part of this that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> alex isn't even here anymore yeah what 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 weird um weird <laughs> i didn't think they had that level of confidence natalie's like reviewing like clown corporate structure and everything she knows <laughs> about it and she's like there's no so Leto is the name of the person who took over the Bozos after Pagliacci did it. Todd called him. Well, you know, Negaverse Todd called him. Bizarro Todd called him. Mm -hmm. The mother phone calls too to a variety of booster gangs, was searching Red Chrome Legion in there, just, just figuring out like, okay, who has guns who I can move corporate money around to make them do stuff? And we have the we have the agent. Mm -hmm. You have, have all this information. You have all it's... this information. Okay. We I think we need to get out of here. And okay. We need to bring in some some big dogs. What area are you going to in order to escape? You have to navigate, and there's like fire extinguishers are going off in your face. There's clouds of freon gas just leaking out everywhere. Uh, how, how are you going to navigate? Go again. How many floors up are we? Oh, you are. It's a big building. But medical facilities would be low in case it's an emergency, right? You just need to like Not rush the boutique. Someone in. Not the boutique medical facilities. The Why normal... do I see a bunch of clowns? Don't don't worry about that. Unrelated. Yeah, I mean, Nineveh was told to entertain himself. And you're on the 37th floor. Oh, good. 37. I shouldn't have just walked away from him. That seems like a mistake. He said everything was completely fine, right? He said everything's completely fine. Uh, so... What is your escape? You're in the maintenance structure. It is going to be dangerous to get out of here simply because the maintenance system itself is going haywire. But as far as you know, nobody knows you're down here. What is your escape plan? You're 37 floors up. You need to not be in this building anymore. Where are you going to try to escape and how? I think we... I was going to say we should go to a floor where there's not a lot of noise. Oh, we shouldn't... We definitely shouldn't take elevators. That's a really bad idea. Um... We should how work our way to some staircases, maybe? Ooh, how far are we from the top? The building itself is... It's at least 54 point, stories actually. tall. It is at least 54 stories tall, right? Because that'd be thematic. Check out. Ah. Yeah. Oh, you I mean, know what? Until otherwise said, I'm going to say it's 54. I'm going to look it up in the rule book, but until then, 54. So we're closer to the top than we are to the bottom. I Correct. think we go up. And we grapple yeah. gun our way away. <laughs> I think that's the. Well, I mean, we could grapple gun out of windows if we could break them. 
Wait, mm -hmm. how far does the grapple gun go? 30 meters. Oh. Infinite. <laughs> you can get 90 meters total off of one grapple gun. How tall is a single story in meters? I've done this math before. All right, so every floor is just over four meters. So with one grapple gun, you could technically, let's see, 90 divided by 4.3. This is what you watch the show for, folks. Pulse pounding math. Uh, you can get 20 floors <laughs> with one grapple gun. Roughly 20 floors with one grapple gun. Now, okay. Are they looking for us? Do they have our faces? Are they, are they, can we just walk off on another floor? And, and Who's even they and... at this point? You do have very we little don't know. We're just running from nothing. There's also yeah. there's so much noise going on. I say we use the grapple guns to go down the elevator shaft because there's a bunch of super strong wire that goes down there. No one's going to be, and they're not going to hear it because there's so much gunfire going on anyway. What if they cut the cords on the elevator? That's why, why would they, they cut the it? cords? Why would they even think about that? Because they the... don't know that we're there. Clown the, logic. The rabbit, yeah, now that you've said rabbit, it, it's um... in the universe, Jerax. It's the yeah I know it's the but it's the rapid virus we're we're dealing with and I think it always tries to go for worst case scenario. That's why like the AC got blasted. That's why the the fumes are coming out. That's why all the lights are on. Like, the rapid virus's job is to just fuck everything up like tremendously. So I'm like I just want to get out of the building as fast as humanly possible. I feel like the best play might be to just go up a floor. The chaos maybe hasn't reached it yet. Find a window, kick it in, grapple out of here just to get out of here ASAP because of all yeah I, but we would grapple to like the 13th floor and then we'd have to grapple oh no, again. grapple to another building yeah no. there, there must opposite. be buildings around here that we can grapple to that's why I was like maybe we go to the roof and then we grapple yeah. away and then we just you know quietly and calmly walk down from the rooftop of the nearby building I, I think that might be our best choice okay right. Jerax is petrified right now of this outcome like this was not something he expected it, deep six he could deal with not this this is kind of messed up okay so network 54 oh no i was looking at um let's see doo -doo -doo -doo. easily identifiable part of the skyline thanks to the neon 54 it's the home of many popular shows taped before live studio audiences it's also home to its own clinic restaurants rec center and housing exclusively for its stars are there live shows going on right now? Uh, not anymore, but there were a moment ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, as we're moving through the building, Natalie would like to mm -hmm. reassemble her agent, uh, turn off, well, if the jammer is off or if we've moved away from it, and uh, see what is going on in the outer world through whatever venues are possible. Okay. First off, as you're putting your agent back together, what direction is everyone going and who's leading? I'm looking at Jerax for this one. <laughs> I mean, Jerax is just essentially trying to get to a window as fast as humanly possible. Like, he is... He wants out of this building and he's willing to grapple across 37 floors of whatever it is, distance between him and the concrete. Okay. To, to, get, get, to get away from the rabid virus. He does mm -hmm. not want to be anywhere near him. He knows the dangers of AI. You have a cyber deck, right? Yep. I'm going to give you a chip of the schematics that I have that's going to be projected out in front of you to get you wherever you need to go. Ooh, big brain. Big okay. brain. 
Yeah, I'm it just... literally is like cartoony with like arrows pointing that way, like in mm -hmm. some MMO. <laughs> like your like ideal floating iguana like who's like, speed. go this way. <laughs> like Clippy, I see that you're lost in the dungeon. Like, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, the frizz. Roll library search to determine the value of the data, the usefulness of the data in order to assist Jerax in navigating literally just through the maintenance shafts to... Oh my god. Yeah, perfect. Absolutely 100% smooth. Everybody, roll a resist drug slash poison check. That is Ooh. a will check if you're not proficient in that, as Freon gas just floods this area. Do the I one... do that if I have the nose stuff? No, you're good. You're good. And also, question, if I never took the gas mask out of my giant purse from the party, can I still have that? Yes, you can. <laughs> I don't Does anyone else have a gas poison. mask on them? If you have a gas <laughs> mask in your inventory, you're fine. So a will is just one d ten plus the score. Yep. And am, does I, am I gonna do it the right this time? Let's find out. <laughs> okay, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is you succeeded on it. The bad news is you start bleeding from the nose. Or you succeeded on rolling. You rolled correctly. But you didn't roll high. <laughs> Sorry. Let me clarify that. <laughs> Oh my god. All right, Zara, you take 10 points of damage. Oh, from cow. exposure to like this is the stuff that's supposed to suck the oxygen out of the area and like rapidly you get frostbite, you inhale some of it, you're coughing, you do not feel great. Uh No, but I do not. Everyone else either resisted or has a gas mask. Uh Frizz, did you have a gas mask? I forget. Mm -mm. Okay, roll resist drug/torture oh, check. I did. Um I got a 13. Oh, yeah. Okay, a 13 beats it. You're good on a 13. That was, that was the cutoff. Sorry, Zara. <gasps> All right. You managed to navigate your way through <laughs> that area. Uh, you're going to come across... So, you have a choice. You have easy access to a window, or at least immediate access to the window. But it's through a substation that is throwing sparks and arcing with electricity. If you want to bypass it, you're going to have to go either up or down a floor. So you can either risk going through the exploding sub panel, or you can adjust your course. You have, Or if you have another way around this obstacle, you can make a choice. If it's arcing, there must be like power going through it, right? Yeah. So would I be able to roll a basic tech check to see where the power lines are and to sever them with my monofilament blade? Yeah. <laughs> you know how many problems you can solve if you have a high-tech katana? I was about to be sure, oh yeah, you can find it, but in order to cut through it, you're gonna need tools, you're gonna need this, you're gonna, or you could, you know. Uh, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find it and me no think, me cut. Roll basic tech. Yeah! When, when all you okay. have is a mono katana, everything looks like a vulnerable neck. Roll damage on the mono katana. Oh. Nice. Ooh, 12. 12. Yeah. Two natural ones on that. I know. Oh. Okay. Uh, I have good news and I have bad news. The good <gasps> news is you successfully cut the power. The bad news is it arcs directly up the blade. Oh, I thought it was. Fuck. <laughs> you take five damage. Okay, that's not yeah. that's not terrible. No, and it's only because of the two ones on the mono katana attack. Otherwise, you were going to be right. in good shape. Do you have All hair right. still? 
I hope so. <laughs> His tail <laughs> beard immediately deploys. It just retreats from us. Can you guys hear me? Yes. All right. Had some chop there for a moment. Me too. Yeah, I think Venus okay. is lagging. You've reached a window. I need perception checks from all five of you. You're looking around. You're trying to find your safest arc. <laughs> all right. Oh, you, no. you have... You have enough people with good eyes. Natalie's like, I don't see anything. We're gonna die. <laughs> my my glasses um, are on my head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's the situation. The Network Fifty Four Tower is built somewhat in its own corporate park. It has a nice little garden at the base, so it's kind of far away from nearby other buildings. But there is one saving grace here. Technically, you're not close enough to land on another to grapple to a building. But Above you, near the very, very top, is a landing pad that juts out from the structure for air for AVs for flying cars. So, you could grapple onto that and swing to the next building. That's far enough out that it would give you enough leverage. You could sort of grapple to that and then swing to the next building. It is going to take a feat of athletics to pull this off safely. It's either that or find another escape route through the increasingly exploding and possibly clown-infested building. So Zara's athletics, despite her scrappiness, are pretty terrible. But I think we should try it anyway. I mean, Jax is 100% trying it. Yeah. I think it's go I big or go home. Have pilot air vehicle. Are there any air vehicles up there? There could be. You gotta get up you, there. You can grapple <laughs> to the platform, and you could try to get on top of the platform instead of swinging across. Mm, Natalie's got three I shots in her grappling gun. She's gonna do that. Okay. Athletics? Yeah, it's gonna be athletics. It's much easier. Oh no! Did Natalie just die? <laughs> Alright. So Natalie fires the grapple gun. And then goes to make the swing and it hits the retract and bungles it. Uh -oh. And is now dangling 30 meters below the platform on a grapple gun that is no longer retracting. Clinging on, suspended, just like 200 meters above the ground. Who's no, like 110. 170 nice meters. I feel like Jonah is obligated to try and save me first. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, one, he's loyal to you. Two, it is actually part of his contract. Roll an athletics check for Jonah. Come on, baby. <laughs> no, Jonah, no! <laughs> God. Jonah does some quick calculus. Fires it up. Miss, everything's him. gonna be fine. I'm coming, I'm gonna get you. He swings towards you. It gets tangled up in the same one that you're in. <laughs> it swings him around. He loses his grip and plummets 
towards Night City, far, far below. We have a reaction. Right, we have a reaction. One of us that's still at the window, try and shoot and and grab him. Who's got? You can try. Oh my god! You could, yeah. But you could also die. You could also die if you bungle this. You're going down. I'm telling you right now. If you fail this roll, you could die. I will try to save Joda. What? No, we're all gonna okay. die. Well, yes. I need to roll athletics. You need it to roll athletics. Job, I get a plus two because of my cyber arms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God. If you'll allow it. <laughs> As we're in a life or death situation, the adrenaline is flowing. You know how they say, you know, when you're in a life or death situation, your life flashes before you, you perceive time slower. Mm-hmm. Jonah's been there for Jerax, he thinks. Has, has Jonah ever saved Jerax? I can't really recall. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to make, in the moment, I'd like to make a grapple and perceive a possible vantage point such that, you know, listen, I, I, he's an educated man. He's got trigonometry, Pythagoras, Sokotoa, all that business in his head. Uh, he'd like to calculate the angle of attack from where he could detonate his grapple gun and swing across and intercept the terminal velocity of Jonah. Catch him yes. at like net, catch him at like sort of a neutral. Mm-hmm. Catch okay. him at a neutral. What skill are you going to use for the calculation? Education. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. Educated in mathematics. Roll it. God. Use one luck. Okay. To turn it into a fourteen. Okay. You do the math. You hope the wind is on your side. Roll an athletics check. <laughs> oh my god. We're plus two, right? Plus three for your successful education check. Plus three total. Okay. Oh, I use my one luck. 19? Yep. Okay. As Jonah loses his grip, Jerax runs the calculations in his head, fires at the edge of the platform, swings across, and then grabs onto him. One arm on the gun, the other arm grips Jonah, this enormous man, and then holds onto him for her dear life. Your grapple gun has not malfunctioned. However, in order to avoid losing your grip and go ahead and retract all the way back up, you're going to need to roll one more athletics check. Or I will allow concentration if that's higher. Athletics is better because I get bonuses on it. Okay. One more athletics check. As oh you're retrieving my. and you're just trying, you're straining, you can feel the metal trying to separate from your flesh under the absolute strain of this moment. 170 meters above the corporate park. Explosions and fire emanating throughout the building and screams. You can hear glass shattering on the other side as it erupts into chaos. Roll to hold on to Jonah. Thirteen. 
pull yourself up. The grapple gun strains under the weight. It's as you get up towards the edge of the platform. And the shock from hitting just below the platform ripples through you. Pull an athletics check for Jonah, please, Natalie. This is the last roll we're making here. 16! 16. As you hit the platform with the impact, Jonah lunges forward and grabs onto the edge. The two of you clinging and pulling yourselves up and over. Oh my god. <laughs> that 13 was borderline. That 13 was 100% borderline. That's why I went to Jonah making a check. That was... Okay. I'm tired right now. Like, I, I want to take a nap. <laughs> I'm just so we're glad like, he didn't say tune in next week, so... <laughs> oh Note to self. Note to self. Next time, do that. Um, okay. Is it Natalie Na still Terex, you are Natalie's amazing. still dangling with a non-functioning like, grapple gun. Don't give a shit about me, man. Like, just save Jonah. Like... Can you know Zara what? and I, in like a synchronized grapple gun, use it to save Natalie? It's gonna take an athletics check to pull this off. Yeah, I'm ready, it, to, I'm ready free, to roll one. It's free to get on top of the platform. It's an athletics check to catch her. If this botches, you will find yourself in a similar life or death situation. I'm not, oh I feel like I'm God. over the surface. Like, I'm not over <laughs> the edge. I went up. I no, no, no. You did not go up. You're, you are dangling at the maximum depth. Like, you are 30 meters below the platform just with this gun. Now, you could try to repair it hanging midair and, you know, just fix it yourself if you want to go for that. Natalie and I are light, though. And Natalie has saved my life. She didn't have to in my very first episode when I met this group of people. So I think it's my turn to try to save her. Okay, Zara, roll an athletics check. I can't. <laughs> oh my God, okay. Everybody kill themselves. <laughs> if you spend all your luck, you can turn it into a nine. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to die right now. Okay. You go fly. You try to line up the shot. You go flying past her. You panic. Your the bottom drops out of your stomach, and uh, but fortunately, the retract on your grapple works. So you just like, oh crap! And as you go swinging past her, you retract and you are zooming up towards the top of the platform safely on top but in no position to help natalie the, the a frizz... good try. <laughs> oh oh it's on now it's, it's on, on now <laughs> she's gonna hack me down i uh take a moment in the wind while the chaos is going on take a deep breath and uh, say, time to ride on the magic school bus. And I shoot my uh, grapple gun out. Okay. What is, Bef what is yeah. Roll 1d10 plus cool. Ooh, okay. 
Yes. Oh, I'm roll so one cool. d ten and add it to the results. Okay, that's fine. A 16. All right, so it's time to ride on the magic school bus. You're going to get plus one for being cool and plus one for the shades. Roll an athletics check at plus two. 17. You swing by, you grab Natalie, and you go flying up towards the top of the platform. There's just this absolute, like, time-slowed moment where she grabs me, and you just see me like... Like... There's definitely anime oh, sparkles hero. going by me, and I'm looking at her, and I'm like, remember to do your homework, kids, or so that would know, and we keep flying off. Oh my god. Okay, uh, Frizz, give me an electronics and security check, and then Natalie, give me a uh, pilot air vehicles check as you crack, alright, you immediately, you find a nice, actually, it's kind of a luxury AV, this must be one of the property of one of the stars and i hope they're not trying to leave today uh does anyone have anything they want to do as you pile into the av before you roll out uh no. does it have a really quick tutorial that it could run that would give me any sort of benefit to piloting it uh no no it doesn't but we have access to the internet now and my agent does okay <laughs> right yeah, i'm like well... watching a youtube video like flicking on this like no, 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 hit that switch, hit that switch. Oh, Roll a library search check, Frizz. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, Ooh, you're going to grant a plus one to that result, so that's a total of a nine. But, uh, Jerax, Zara, anything else as you pile into this vehicle? As Network 54 <laughs> melts down behind you. Uh, I just want to get out of there alive, I don't think I care anymore. Okay. All right. uh, I'd like to use my science roll to notice that the engines aren't actually outputting enough lift mm -hmm. um, and that we should use more power in the engines, maybe. <laughs> okay. I see where you're going with this. Roll a science check. Oh, that's stealth. Whoops. <laughs> I, I meld into the shadows of the cockpit. <laughs> 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 As I as I start saying, the, the engine is there enough power in the engines and in the engines maybe? Rev it, rev it now. Okay, um, you so, get to a. Wait, you before, get to a one flat. more, Joseph. Check him for parachutes. Everyone, put one on safety flight suits. <laughs> I'm handing them out. This is like a little in-flight instruction pamphlet. The bottom of your seat can be used as a flotation device. Okay. Uh, you get that result up to a 10 with everybody collaborating. The the AV picks up off the platform, sort of wobbles a little bit back and forth. You go into a launch procedure, you go off, it drops abruptly for probably five stories. Everybody buckled up, right? Everyone buckled up. Uh -huh. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah. You know All I right. nagged them about that. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Your, your stomachs drop, you pull out of the nosedive, you go flying off over into a red sunset as network 54 is devoured from within by the rabbits virus and you know clowns that was that was close guys that was really really close Ooh, we almost that lost was the amazing. only thing that matters <laughs> I, 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 I told you I'm gonna kill everybody on the show you, yeah we all, well I don't think that was your fault though like the 
stop. It was definitely I, Natalie that went first, and then Jonah. <laughs> so that's kind of double Rachel fault. If I, yeah, those I, are both me. That was, yeah, that was horrific. Oh my god, Jerex, what a play though! Like what a <laughs> what a top tier man to just in a split second save a life. Yeah. Decision. Wow. I uh, I did not plan for this outcome. By the way, that uh -huh. was uh. That, that was the result of, here, th this is really dangerous when you connect to the net. This is why. Let's show you. I'm sure with a little bit of autopsy, you'll be able to figure out exactly how the rabbits were able to do that. But we're going to have to wait on that until our next episode. Will the entire future be plunged into chaos by an AI that is taking over a global conspiracy? Tune in next week on Red Sky City to find out. Thank you to my fantastic cast. Thank you to production. And uh, thank you to our viewers. Everybody have a great whatever time it is. <laughs>